What is going on every fucking body? Like legit hype up in all the chats. Everybody, I mean we got Bill and we got Bill in a fucking like a, a, a beautiful man vest, like shirtless man. Well, not shirtless, but sleeveless. I wish sleeveless man, man. vest. We got it. Like, take the undershirt off. Yeah, we, we, I mean, you know, we, Bill, we Bill, <laughs> Bill over here about to look like fucking uh, like Hercules over here with that fucking vest on, no shirt underneath. Absolutely, over? man. And then we've got uh, obviously, you know, I'm, I'm bringing I'm bringing the special mug out tonight, guys. We're bringing the Thanos mug. Right, uh, Enigma. Enigma has cyberpunk, which means he's extra happy in his pants. I am. I love and, it when you hold it up; it literally looks like it's like, it's like your mouth. That's awesome. <laughs> this this should this should legitimately tell you how much I love you guys and everybody in our in our uh, in our chats. If I'm willing to stop playing cyberpunk after two hours worth of me playing it, oh yeah, to come and do this. Yep, and then. You know, we that or the game's complete shit, and I don't think that's the case. Uh, it's not the, <laughs> no, that's not, that's not, not the, the case. case. I can not assure you of that. He's he's fiending right now, though. He's itching. <laughs> yeah, and then on, and then we've got obviously our douchebag for the date, Mister Man Bun over here. What's going on, Scruffy? Douchebag for the date. You can't even say words right, man. You I said douchebag for the you night. You can't even grow hair on top of your head to grow a man bun. Well, bro. at least I know not to roll that bitch up and put it into a fucking bun on top of my face. I'm going to roll you up at later. Just I'm just saying. Watch out. Just saying. But anyway, <laughs> welcome everybody to the show. Episode number 25, which is also a milestone. Guys, that's like Scruffy said earlier, that's a quarter of the way to 100. 25 episodes that's nuts guys that's insane this is gonna be a huge one 50 fucking weeks of this shit 50 weeks it's amazing like it's crazy 50 weeks it's been that good good absolutely and then on top of that it's probably one of the most important episodes of the year because it's our game of the year awards like it's our game of the year show Hours. It's gonna be great. It's gonna it's gonna be great, right? It's it's yeah. gonna be it's awesome. the actual. Let's 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 be let's be clear about that. It's the actual game of the year show. <laughs> it's the oh, only true. one that matters. It's yeah. the only one that matters. Unlike the the one that's currently gonna get like multi millions of viewers, we're the one that matters. Absolutely, fuck that. It's, exactly. it's the pre patch game awards. Exactly. And so to kick everything off, I just want to say thank you to everybody that's in my chat, to everyone that's in Bill's chat, to everybody that's in Scruffy's channel, everybody that's listening to the show after the fact, whether you're on Spotify or you're inside of or on YouTube watching one of the VODs or on Twitch watching one of the VODs. Again, exclamation mark podcast and all of our channels, as well as exclamation mark show and all of our channels will get you to the links to be able to watch this live, to be able to get the downloads, all that kind of good stuff. So make sure you check that guy that out, guys. Um, because you can keep up to date. You know, if you've missed an episode, like I'm telling you right now, I was driving to Walmart to do one of my uh, in-store pickups, right? And normally I, I kind of keep it a habit not to necessarily listen to our shows after the fact. I just, I don't know, it's something weird about me. I just don't like listening to our shows um, afterward. But I was just like, you know what? I just want to throw it on. And I and I, I legitimately kicked back and had some of the best laughs that I've had on a podcast. Um, <laughs> We've uh, had some good times else. on these so, casts, man. Um, it's been great. And you yeah. know what? We're talking, you know, next year, right? Next year's right around the corner. We will say this is, guys, just as a, as a heads up, this is our last show for the year, right? Um, yep. you know, we're not, we're going into the holidays. You know, if we do another show in two weeks, that would put us right at around Christmas, you know? And so we're just taking the break. We're going to sit back, relax. We're going to let Enigma play cyberpunk because if we have to have yes. this man come back on the show again, he's going to fucking oh kill gosh. somebody. So yeah, we're just like, you know what? We're going to let him have his time. We're going to take, um, you know, the rest of the month off, enjoy time with the family and just try to let 2020 go. And then we're coming back with a vengeance in 2021. We've already got some new plans coming out. We've already started tinkering with some new shit. It's gonna be great for you guys. So we're super excited about that. 
You guys, uh, you, know, you guys, that, you guys are lucky because Cyberpunk told me to get rid of all their affiliations, <laughs> and I ignored it for you guys. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, that first cast of next year, Enigma is going to blow it up. Yeah. He's he's going to be fiending to talk about Cyberpunk. Yeah. Hell yeah, bro. Um. So in any case, right? Um. Enough with all of the the you know the pedantry and whatever that's not even a real word the pleasantries or whatever else we're gonna get started into the show and and what we're gonna do one because we need to finish like we can't even derail i'm telling you right now and i'm surprised anybody is not <laughs> even let me say this sentence because he's like stop derailing get to the categories get to the show because you can get to the goddamn game um but we're going to go in order. The game of the year is going to be last for us. We're not going to give that out until the very, very end. One, because I think one person on the show still has to decide what their fucking game of the year is. Scruffy, I'm looking at you. Um, but, I think I've got it. I think I've got it. <laughs> but it, it, there, there is one on there. Yeah, but, it's cyberpunk. Uh, but it's, it's, conf- it's yeah. confirmed. I've, I've only played two hours of it, but it's cyberpunk. Um, but we're going to go in order <laughs> other than that one. Um, and there's going to be a lot of cool. So the way this is going to work, chat, um, is we are going to... Name what we're we're go, what we're gonna do, and then it's gonna go um, basically in order, uh, you know, um, of, of you know what we how we think, you know, Scruffy, then Bill, then Enigma, then myself, or whatever. I don't know who, however we want to do it. We're just gonna give a short little blurb about why, right? Um, we're not gonna try to spend too long on e- on any ca- certain category, but we also want to hear your thoughts too, because toward the end of it, what we would like to know is what your guys' game of the year. So not every single one of these categories, you know, you you feel free to chat about it, but you know, realistically, that game of the year is what we really want to hear. What your guys' thoughts for game of the year? <laughs> if there is a category yeah. that you are very passionate about, you know, at, at the very end when we open it up to you guys, put it in there and put in what your game, what what your what it is, whether it's art direction, narrative, whatever. Just put that in because we would love to know. So, all right, you guys ready? I'm excited. Yeah. All right. So our first category. Get this show over with so I can play Cyberpunk. Oh my god. Um, we can just disqualify him, right, from everything. So, but we're gonna force him to stay on the show. Like, we're can, not can, gonna... we, can we just rapid fire you know, this he, really no, quickly? No, no, no. no. You know, he like thirty that. minute fucking episode. He wants yeah. that because you know if we get rid of him, he's gonna go play cyber. No, I'm saying he still has to be on the show. He still has to stay here. But he's not gonna be able to play. We're just not gonna listen. I'll mute him every time he talks. Um, oh all right. So first thing up, game direction, right? Um, do we want to give like what these categories, some of these categories are? Yeah, so, give, give, give like a, a one and done about oh, like, yeah. okay. So ga- I'm not pulling this directly from their site, but game direction is basically just that it's the, it's, it's kind of all of it put in together and like the overarching story or, or narrative that they were trying to push and push in a way um, that is innovative and new in the gaming space is, is what they kind of, is what it's described as. I mean, I can, I can hold on a sec. I will pull up exactly what it is. Because I think that that's probably important, so I'm not just sitting here fucking. <laughs> someone in chat's going, "That's not what it's supposed to be." <laughs> All right, um, hold on. Uh, well, while we do that, I, we can go to the, uh, we can go to one we already do know of. So let's go to best narrative. Best narrative actually explains. I mean, I don't have to explain what best narrative is. Yeah. So, so best narrative. So, uh, Bill, yours is the first one on here, man. You got Hades, and I and I agreed with. So I do not have Hades. That's not best. best narrative. No. Yeah. Best. Oh, narrative. Oh, fuck. I'm at the wrong one. Best narrative. <laughs> Just fucking us all up. Damn it, Satan. Sorry. Uh, okay, well, either way, Bill, best narrative. You've got Final Fantasy VII Remake. Yeah. So why? What is it? Uh, the so they took a old-ass game that I wasn't the biggest fan of, mainly because I felt the narrative was boring and lacking and didn't really give me any incentive to want to care about these people and push it forward. And they have evolved and adapted, like, 
it's the same skeleton, but it's all fleshed out with meat and like it gave the meat and potatoes to the soup, basically. Um, and they've also like took some artistic liberties and like expanded out the story, like they've added new elements and stuff. So just being able to take a beloved by many, not by Bill, and make it an also beloved by Bill narrative. I think I think they did a great job with it, and it's something that I'm heavily invested in and looking forward to the next part. So you so you didn't like the original Final Fantasy VII storyline? No, nope, okay, sure wow. didn't. I didn't give a shit about Aerith or the fucking uh, Avalanche group. None of that. It, it well, didn't phase me one bit. None of the the big the big points didn't jar me or anything. I was just like, okay. Now does this does this storyline wrap up pretty well? In this kind of instance, because I know that there's three parts to this, right? Yeah, they actually left a unique, like, open-ended type of, like, ending for this segment to lead into the next one that wasn't in the original, like, this section of the game from the original. So that was one of those artistic liberties that I was talking about. Cool. Awesome. Nice. I don't disagree. I think that, you know, I'm, I'm eager to play it when it comes to PC. I mean, I, it's coming to PC later on next year. So, for sure, for I'm, sure. I'm, I'm eager to play it then. Um, uh, Scruff, yeah, Scruffy, you've got. Uh, I mean, Baldur's you got Baldur's Gate, Gate three. three on here, so uh, yeah. an early access game. Um, we, you know, yep. um, we all just so everybody knows in chat. You know, we went back and forth on whether or not to allow early access. Our kind of thought process here was, if we're able to play it, if we're able to experience a good chunk of the game and you know put our you know you know kind of time into it that it should mm -hmm. necessarily be one of those things that we are able to say yes it's okay because I mean, at this point developers saying hey you can play our game like even though it's in the middle of development like obviously i don't think a, an early access game should win game of the fucking year but you know um in no, these kind of but I, I think it definitely <laughs> deserves some credit yeah so Baldur's gate know? narrative what what, what um why? yeah like i honestly was pretty blown away by the narrative in Baldur's gate um just from like you know everything with the the actual narrator of the game do like the story, the characters and everything. I think, uh, especially the characters, like I really liked how they, they made you give like a good love hate to them. Um, especially with that one vampire dude, <laughs> that one vampire dude. Oh, he's my favorite. Man. He gave me the, some feelings. When he was it you? Who was the one that yeah, got there? It was, it, was me. Was yes, it was it was me. <laughs> he, the, it's most specifically the he feeling was pain, pain because was then you <laughs> wanted to get your neck bitten or whatever. Yeah, man, I want to be a vampire. It, it yep. was me. Yeah. So, anyways, but th that's what I'm saying. Like, I I honestly loved the uh, the characters in that game because they really made you like decide whether or not to trust them, to like them, or anything. Um, and well, what I will say though is when it works. <laughs> Because there were times, oh yeah, that there were, there were times that it didn't work out, but I think it still added to uh, the the experience, whether or less you know it was well, an early it, access or not. I think it's so keen too because in that game, you know, more than even like Divinity, like Divinity is your storyline, it's yours, but it's really not your storyline. Right, Baldur's Gate is so much of like your so is free. your story, yeah, and it's yeah, it does such a good job of like even though there is a narrative, a three point narrative, like you really feel like this is your campaign, this is your decisions. Mm -hmm. And the things that you do do have weight and bearing. So they did a very, they do a very good job. And I'm so excited for when that game is like full done. To, yeah. Like to I, do I like we haven't, or at least me, I haven't played all too much of it. So I'm still like excited to get even further into the game, especially after they uh, release more of it. Like, I think that's going to be, that's it's going to be, be really good. Absolutely. So that's why it, it already is taking my best narrator nice. uh, or narrative category right here. I won't disagree with you. 
All right, Enigma, I need yeah. you to put down the cyberpunk for a minute and I you know it, we're coming to your category, okay? So yep. can you can you oh, un sorry, can sorry. You were, were, were you were you guys talking to me? My bad, yeah. my bad. Can you unjack real quick for one sec? No, no, no. Um, I don't think I can, man. I'm sorry. Okay. Well, as long as you're jacking in and not jacking off, I don't care. <laughs> I mean, it's a bit of both, you know. <laughs> um, so best narrative. Uh Ghost of Tsushima. <laughs> yeah. Why, why I mean, Ghost of I, I enjoyed it. Like they the, the biggest thing is, is like, I, I know that you hated it and we, we all know that you hated it. We all know that Sin is a, is a big, big mini head that hated fucking Ghost of Tsushima. But when it comes down to it, the narrative in that game was so on point with what they wanted it to be. Right. It was it was in 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 the very deepest portion of it. It was supposed to be a hail to the old Japanese samurai movies. Right. And it did it very well. The narrative in it was fun. The narrative in it was funny. There was parts of it that, like, like again, like you said, when we talked about it, there was parts of it that were weird and kooky, and 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 so far off on on the uh, on the path of like this is this this real or whatnot that it made it charming for me. Right now, I, I didn't play it because I don't have a, a PlayStation, unfortunately, but I did watch a lot of it. And I, I just felt that like the narrative itself, when it came down to the storyline, the, the the development of the characters, uh, the NPCs, the quest lines and everything like that, I just felt that they did such an amazing job that I couldn't not give it the award for best narrative. There was no way that I couldn't. Right. Hey, I'm not going to. This is not the time or place or show to argue um, that, you know, or whatever. So um, that's great. You know, I mean, if, if it hit for you guys and hit, it hit for a lot of people like that and then and there no. for a lot of people yeah. uh, was good. So I'm not going to be the sin that everyone thinks I'm going to be and fucking rant and rave and say that your opinion's wrong or whatever else. Like um, you liked it. Great. That's awesome. Was yeah, good. I like I like the route they went down with that game. It was good. There you go. I, I, I thought they did an extremely good job with it. Yeah. I, I, and and I, I I'm looking forward to more from them. It's definitely going to be a good thing. Yeah, and I know they released their multiplayer content, too, which. Um, again, oh, that's did, not, I, don't, yeah. I don't, I don't know what kind of narrative that has. Like, I don't know where that plays into it, but I would be interested. It's, it's, it's the same. Yeah, it's, like, it's, uh, yeah, it's the same. It's just being able to do the entire story through co-op. Oh, that's I cool. Yeah. I didn't even know so. that was a thing. Hmm. Um, okay. So my pick, uh, Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Um, you know, I think good pick, uh, or mm. one of the things about Ori and the Will of the Wisps, it's such a dynamic, uh, thing. And there's a couple, I, I, I've picked Ori for a couple different categories and some that are, don't, I don't think I don't think if, if people think of narrative that they would necessarily think of Ori, right? Because I think like there's so not a lot of talking and it's more score and music, but the way that they tell a story inside of just Ori's emotions and again, just sound effects and that whole the music line, like it just it's like going to a symphony and you can see the entire thing, right? And that they did such a good job here. And you know, they did it in Ori in the Blind Forest, but they really took another level with Ori and Will of the Wisps with the way that the, the art was done, the way that your characters interacted and those highs and lows, it was just, I mean, it's so well done. And there's so few games too that like, I will sit down and put an entire playthrough in from start to finish. And Ori was one of those ones that just captured me. And, you know, everything that was going on, they just, it, it just hit on every moment. Like every time that there was an up moment, there was like this, the down moment that then brought you back up. And it was just this beautiful, like, really a beautiful symphony of just telling the story of what was going on. And then the overarching kind of narrative of it was like touching on us as humans and up us as people and how we interact and what we do and how we say and our impact and all. So I don't know. There's very few games too, that like 
really hit a tone with me to like actually make me feel something. And Ori did a phenomenal job of doing that. So that's why Ori and the, and the Will of the Wisps. It's a good choice. The game's yeah. beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Very good choice. Agreed. And to touch on what you were saying, it does a really good job with like environmental storytelling, like through the areas, through oh, how yeah. things change mm -hmm. and stuff like that. And the only thing I can like really compare that style of storytelling too would be the souls like series because there's very few dialogue in that and it's all through a lot of environmental or like lore based cues in that so yeah, yeah oh, it's great um so going back game of the uh, game direction so game of the direction is it's uh for outstanding creative vision and innovation in game uh and design is is what it stands for so bill mortal shell run us through it why mortal shell zelda so... or, or what, what zelda right oh <laughs> Majora, I think. Is Majora, Majora, not Zelda. No, that's Noctis. Noctis. Oh, is it Noctis? Noctis? The new one. Yeah. Um, so Mortal Shell took... It's a Souls-like first and foremost, so it took the Souls-like formula, and it really went in a unique direction with it. Um, a lot of the things... So there's not a lot of weapon variety, but each one... So it adds more storytelling to a souls-like formula through lore you get a lore piece for each of the different uh shells every time you level them up also there's this kind of like world dynamic thing where after you complete a dungeon the world goes into like a dark zone and the environment's completely changed so going out is not the same as coming in and then once you get back to that like central like forest area it's also changed so there's like different mobs spawned there and it, it just kind of like makes you uneasy no matter which route you go and I do think the more concrete setting with like very deliberate builds and very deliberate place. So I was kind of taking that creativity away, but like letting you like set in on one of those choices. I, I think it does the Souls formula well. And I think if they could expand on that even more, it could be a really, really good franchise. Yeah. No, I, I think it did. I think you're right. 100% nailed it. Like, um, what they did with souls and, and adding even just like the jumping ability and all of those kind of like it adds so much new element they, i think they did some really cool stuff i, I think it, you're I, and it's one of those games where i need to go back and finish it i really do i need to go back and play it more because it's just it got lost in the mix and i, I hate it um so I, I need to go back but i think you're right yeah um uh, scruffy you've got amnesia rebirth so i actually got to watch you play through most of this game um <laughs> you came in at the good part is it, it the weirdest parts man but <laughs> anyway, what, why weird. no spoilers amnesia. But because amnesia, yeah. it's not the very first one right like i mean this is this is like no, the, this is technically the third. third um so but yeah it's been i think around five or six years um since their last one came out uh being the machine for pigs but anyways rebirth um is everyone's gone um, I'm I'm still here. Thanks, Enigma. <laughs> I got you. I'm listening. You, you have my heart. Um. Anyways, uh, Rebirth is obviously the third Amnesia, and it's still the same universe um as the first one, being the Dark Descent. Um. So, but it's just a different story and different uh characters that are in this story. Um. But I really just I love the game from start to finish. Like I think they did an amazing job with giving this like ambiance of just like you don't know where you are what you're doing what's happening who's even like who you are honestly you don't even know that for most of the game um so i just love all the mystery in the game and it's got a lot of like it's a horror game so it's got a lot of good you know jump scares and everything um what really blew me away honestly is they they went down a really like 
a really beautiful route with this game. Like I, I, I was playing this game for the jump scares and the horror and everything, but honestly, the just the environment and the setting, um, honestly was beautiful. Um, just do like you're in like the Sahara Desert, um, and it's it's just a really cool setting. Like I haven't played a game like that before too. You're you're also a female protagonist, um, uh, whose name is Tassi Trianon. Um, and you're just going through trying to kind of like figure out what's going on. Um, but it's, it's really just from start to finish, like the way that everything was told throughout the story, I think was definitely a really good choice. There's a few things that I thought weren't the best choice. Like they, they get, they went back and did like this, um, the memory thing that a lot of these horror games tend to do, like where you have memories and such. But I mean, other than that, like the game played out really good. I got all my jump scares and everything that I wanted to get out of it and a good storyline to, uh, to back that up as well. So also they did a lot with uh, new mechanics, um, new, just like ways you can like kind of go throughout the game. Um, and like, you know, I, I don't want to spoil too much, but Oh, and it was it was a big step up from the previous one, right? It, like, it was they, a they, huge they, step up, especially yeah. since Machine for Pigs is kind of yeah. a down step. Yeah, Machine for Pigs definitely was lackluster, but uh, they went back to their roots to where the Dark Descent really originated from, and and what made Dark Descent such a good horror game. And they kind of came back and and crushed it and added even more onto it. So I think all in all, like it's definitely a great great game of twenty twenty. Very nice. Mm-hmm. So from the, I apologize because I had to step away, uh, kids, bathroom, <laughs> heat on, dying in my, in this room. So anyway, um, so then you again, uh, Enigma, Ghost of Tsushima. That's yeah, no, it's, it's one, it's, it's, I've, I've voted for Ghost of Tsushima on a couple of, uh, these directories. Um, and I think it, it, it deserves a lot more than what it's getting from a lot of the media right now the direction of the game while not insanely innovative like it, it wasn't a you know an, an, an rpg mainly it was an open world right while not innovative and like insanely new i think that aspects of the game that they chose to go down were innovative in the in and of themselves like the the whole ability to like follow the wind when it came to directions like instead of having like a mini map to take you to where all your quest objectives or your you know whatever you're looking for is instead of having like a, a an arrow just taking you straight to it you had a, a very unique system where you would you would like build up the wind and the wind would take you towards where the quest objective was right i thought that was insanely cool i i, I that to me was like the cherry on top yeah it was like the cherry on top of like the standard you know samurai like then the typical what would most people do would be like here's an arrow go this direction yeah you know whatever else so mm-hmm. and it's like, like like i said it, it it was like the cherry on top of the, the samurai romanticization of of like the the edo era you know where, where it was all cherry blossoms it was all honor it was all you know you were very connected with the world and i and i felt that that was the biggest thing with that it's like i, I felt some of those systems made you feel like you were actually connected with the world instead of just following a fucking mini map yeah. right on top of that you had the the systems where it was like the dual system where in some cases you could go and come up against like powerful um enemies and, and even normal enemies where you could duel them and instead of like just having a a fucking swinging your sword around like crazy 
chicken with your head cut off, right? You actually had like a very well, it, 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 it did you know, it like did a very where, romanticized samurai duel. Yeah, because right? it panned into like the the two the uh, like the side by side or Street mm -hmm. Fighter style, right? Two D style duel. Like, I mean, I know it wasn't two D, but it was dueling in that sense. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. It was. It was. And it, it it brought you back. Like again, it, it goes back to them trying to do their best to connect with their roots of like the early samurai movies, where it was like it, it, it kind of like brought a close up on the uh on the swords you know and kind of uh made sure that it it's pushed you into that moment where you were like oh shit shit's about to go down right now yeah and if if i Very don't if i yeah if, if i don't get this exactly correct it's like one shot like one shot and you're done yeah. and you have to restart right then that's that's the biggest thing that i liked about it was like it was it was a skill-based system that rewarded skills when it came down to i guess cutscene pressing the button on the cutscene but like it was actually difficult like from every with everything that i've heard it was actually very difficult to, to click that because you had to not only time the fucking button click but us also had to watch for cues yeah. from your enemy yeah. right yeah. or else it, or else it was gonna they were gonna attack first yeah i felt that that was an extremely innovative thing to do yeah and yeah, i think so it, it definitely get, pushed it get good or get got Right pretty much yeah always yeah, um yeah. well cool uh so for me um I, I went back and forth on this with a couple things but i actually finally landed on bone works um and here's why right so one obviously i've had vr um you know but i obviously recently had just gotten vr another my new quest 2 and i'm playing that and so i jumped into bone works and at first i was just like ah it's a vr game it's like showing some physics or whatever else the more and more I've played of it, right? And then the more and more I've watched people play of it and seeing where that game goes, it's so much more than just like a representation of physics. Like it takes VR in my mind, which is a standard kind of, you know, point and click teleport side scrolling hack and slash kind of thing into like this, be in this world, do what you want to do you know, however you want to do it and figure it out. Right. It really shows the power of what I think VR can be. Um, and I know that I was streaming a couple days ago and chat was loving it and every, and people were having a blast with it and looking at it. But I think that just in that little small instance, I recommend anybody that has questions about VR or bone works, go and actually watch that VOD from two nights ago um, on there to kind of see it because it's very hard to explain unless you're seeing it happen. Um, you know, but it's, it's one of the, like, it really is just like, you'll see like these enemies, you'll see this stuff, you'll see these puzzles and like they, and they just give you this, this, these elements of being like, solve it, you know, do whatever you want. Like if you think you can go do it, you can pretty much go do it. Like if you want to, that game breaks boundaries. Oh, like absolutely. Other VR games. It, it adds so much that you can do. It's, it's insane. Right. And it, you know, and, and I, cool. I, 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 like I looked at this, I looked at half-life Alex and other VR games that are very, very good. Mm -hmm. But what Boneworks does is, literally in that instance they kind of drop you into this idea of this world and and you know your mind is like oh it's just a it's like i said it's a physics game it's puzzle it's just kind of it's like, like portal right it's just like okay cool this is a cool functionality portal but really once you like start digging in and getting more and more and more and more involved into it like there's actually like like a storyline there's actually like uh, you know, quote unquote storyline, but like there's a storyline in Portal. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just what I'm saying, like quote unquote story storyline, like Portal Portal did it right, and, and they do this here, but like it's 
it's just so many like different elements that they just throw on top of all of the stuff to let you do. I don't know. It's just amazing. And it's so innovative and different and new. And I really hope not only VR games take this initiative, but like regular games take this initiative too, of being like, Hey, instead of like giving certain functionalities of like what a puzzle should be and how to solve it, let's give the player the ability to solve the puzzle in any fucking way they want. Right. In really any way that they in shape and form that they want to. Um, because I think that's the true next step in evolution of gaming personally is allowing us to, to be able to do whatever the fuck we want, affect the story in any way, shape or form that we want by any means necessary. So that's why I picked bone works. Very true. The, the, the one, the one that, that really like wowed me from that, uh, that stream that you were doing the other night was when you were climbing on that guy and you were that's on the true. hand, you were on the hand and you had, I, I had mentioned, you know, Hey, maybe you can press the button with your crowbar right because yeah. you could you couldn't reach the button yeah and as you were reaching out with the crowbar the crowbar slipped in your hand yeah and you couldn't fucking you couldn't reach it yeah yeah exactly that's the whole thing like it's i was like wow dude that's right that's kind of actually insane to think about the fact that you have to worry about like where your weapon is located in your hand yeah yeah it's the smallest detail but like you don't know how much of an impact that actually makes yeah. until you actually see it like it's nuts i'm telling it's so good if you have vr i'm telling you I would say pick up Boneworks over Half-Life Alex first, yeah. but that's just 100%. me. Um, and, and honestly, it, it reminded me a lot of of Portal. Like, yeah. w- like when you were doing a lot of those puzzles, I was like, man, this this is like the best portions of, of Portal 2. Right. Or yeah. Portal, you know? Like, and I, I, that, that surprised me a lot. To, to give you just a quick, for instance, because I don't want to spend any more time on this, but to give you a, for instance, like, there was literally a situation where like there was a... Tur- there, we there, do have a VR section. There was a... Yeah, so... And I think... We'll get to it there. I'll get to it there. Don't worry about it. All right, moving on. <laughs> um, so best art direction. This is, this does not need any kind of explanation. Um, best art direction. Bill, you've got Hades. And yes, I, and I and actually agree with you, Hades. You I'm, have I'm, Hades. Yeah, we both have Hades. So uh, this kind of knocks two words out with one stone. So why is it that you like thought Hades for this? I mean, pretty uh, it's the same. It's the same reason that I liked... Uh dead cells um they take like a tried and true uh souls like formula and with those kinds of games the setting and the art style really like is a key driving point and both of those are extremely well done in this i like the like 2d but the figures like kind of pop out of the flat surface type look yeah um especially with the animations that they do and stuff the particle effects kind of like plume off of almost like a flat like like tabletop board style look with like a, a a pulled up piece yeah is what it seems like um the color style is good each area is very unique and pretty and it all goes very thematically with their section of the greek mythos yeah. um it, it's just really well done for what it is yeah it's it's so what's crazy too about this and and then i'll turn it over for um for you scruff to do your i think what's crazy about hades is, is i know how they developed the game and like um you know i've talked with the developer um super giant uh super giant yeah i think that's him um anyway uh with it and how they developed it they developed the game completely 3d right in a complete 3d rendered world and then programmed it to slam the world down and then to pop up certain characters in that format so that to me is makes 100 percent sense fucking then, nuts <laughs> like how they did yeah, it yeah. and when you look at that game again it's not that it's just cell shaded it's not that it's just like this this weird quirky like animation or whatever else there's so many elements to that game that just pop if you like take a second to really look at it um and, and every time that i've played it i've seen something new 
that just does so well. And it's, it's such a beautiful game. The thing that really popped it out to me was the, the first time I got to the Bone Hydra fight, the way that its animations, like whenever it like raises up yep. to slam, exactly. it looks like it's like it, it's coming straight up out of the screen and very 3D-esque on a 2D surface. I would really love, because they do Moss in VR, and I really would love to see this game in VR. Because I just think having that extra, like, extra dynamic of like, I don't know, just... I think it'd be really cool, a really cool concept. Um, so, Slasher's Keep, Scruffy. Yeah, so Slasher's Keep. Um, this is actually a new game that I just picked up. It came about uh, a month ago, I think it came out, um, like the 20th of last month, somewhere around there. Um, this game has blown me away. And, like, I, I'm going to get into this game definitely a lot later. Um, but just for the art direction already like i i went into this game the first thing you see is the the graphics the style of the game what it's actually going to feel like and i think that was such a huge selling point for me for this game because it's it's got this um it's like a cell it's like a kind of like a cell shaded graphic style like a like a graphic design art style um mixed with like some cell shading and everything but not only that um is the biggest thing for me is the fact that it combines elements of like 2D, like um, character models uh, and like aspects in the game, like pots and everything, or and items, um, and then it also has a, a 3D environment. So it has um, like everything that you're going through, all the rooms you're going through, everything in there is going to be like a 3D uh, model and everything. Um, and it just like the way it combines those two features is it's awesome to me like honestly it does it so well and it, it it's it's a lot like um this one game octopath traveler it, not so much the 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 style of like how you're looking at the game um or the pixel but just the fact that like it combines those two kind of aspects and just does it so fluently um that like it really just stands out um that reminds me, I like I said, i'm gonna get so much like more into this game later because it's amazing but just the art style alone like i i no, it's, 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 it's trippy. Awesome. It's trippy as shit to watch it. Like the first time you see it, you don't really understand. It's hard to explain, but the first time that you see when Scruffy plays like his character go from a 2d plat plane mm -hmm. to like that 3d rotation plane. And then that character like rotate three, it's fucking trippy yeah. as hell. It's it's, yeah. but it, you have to see it. To it's all perspective. Like the way it. that you're looking at the 2d models, they turn and twist. So they're always in your line of sight and your perspective. I also like some of the, from some, the side. Cause obviously you can't see a 2d model from the side. Some of the items know? in that game are very weird. <laughs> like they're very odd yeah. looking and shaped very game, oddly. Oh, that's another thing. The game actually is, you know, they've got some mature <laughs> nah. posters. Not that at all. Scatter the walls oh, and funny. it's amazing. Yeah. So it's really so, cool. Sword play. Yeah. I mean, um yeah. I recommend go, again go whenever he's playing, go back and go and look at it and check it out. Um and it's a lot of fun, it, man. Like yeah, watching him play it is, has been a treat just yeah, because yeah. I, I do like those directional based combat. Mm -hmm. But also, it is it is a very kooky and, and weird game. Yeah, it's it's to hard. Watch. It's hard for me to get grasp. Like I I didn't like because I can't grasp that movement. Like I, it's something about the movement that I just can't grasp. But it's very cool to experience and see it. And I understand why the art direction here. Um, so I'm getting sick and tired of of fucking saying this. Jesus Christ. Okay, you'll you'll get over it. God you? Almighty. <laughs> I'm gonna let you chat. Take a wild shot in the dark. I guess bet you're never gonna guess who what it is. Best art direction for Enigma. Ghost of Tsushima. <laughs> I mean, it's it's true. Like like if if you look at the game, the game is fucking gorgeous. Can can you deny that? 
No, the game it's it's very pretty. It's a very it's it's a, it's a, it's a very yeah, thematic. Can, can, can you deny that? That's no, that's no, my, that's my biggest thing. No, it's like very the, pretty. It's, it's a, it's the a, actual color palettes and and everything that they used on it was stunning. Mm-hmm. Like especially in, in, oh, yeah, in the, the amount of of color palettes that they actually switched between too. Because like in certain portions of the map, you've got like the oranges and the yeah. pinks and everything oh, like that of, of like the autumn. Stayed, they could have stayed with the gray. I mean, they could have easily yeah. just gone gray and black, and that's yeah. it. You know, but they no, it's a very beautiful. But place. that's that's the, that's the thing I was I was about to say is you know is like in certain areas it's got like the the bright pinks and oranges and and the blues of the sky and 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 then you go into like the more war ravaged areas and you've got the dark grays and the blacks right. and the and the navy blues and and you know it, it just the the art direction that they took with that is it, it, it literally like me just talking about right now and you guys are gonna probably make fun of me but i'm getting like goosebumps like it it, it really looked fucking gorgeous to me and i i, I could not like i was i was tempted to go with ori on this one but like there's no way that i couldn't have given yeah. art direction no, to Tsushima. I think you're right. It sets the mood, you know? Like, you know yeah. something's got to go down if it's, you know, yeah. starting to get dark and gloomy. Like, it, well, and, they, and again, it plays back to that environmental storytelling. Mm-hmm. They yeah. do a very good job with, like, making this open world feel lived in feel like stuff is actively going on and like you walk into an area and you can like as you're wandering through put pieces together about what's happening yeah Yeah, like dude like the screenshots i've seen of that game and like even like people have uploaded um their own like little videos to um the wallpaper engine some of these like wallpapers that people are coming up with they're just absolutely stunning yeah it's their 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 photo mode in that game like you could mm-hmm. legitimately just give me the photo mode and I, I could waste hours <laughs> yeah. just fucking around with the photo mode. Um, yeah, just explore that world and just take pictures everywhere. So, all right, moving on. Uh, rightfully so. I mean, in our direction, I think this is a great follow-up. Best score in music. Um, so, Scruff, or Scruff, Bill, Doom Eternal. Yeah, yeah. And I don't even think the game itself is like I say, I don't anything think that's revolutionary. That great. <laughs> yeah. But if so, so here's here's what I want you guys to do. After the podcast, go get into your car, pull up the Doom Eternal soundtrack on Spotify, find the nearest highway, I've listened crank to that. that shit up, and try <laughs> not to speed. You can't do it. Oh, it's, you can't it's do great. It. It, just, it, it just hits all of the visceral and heavy notes that you want if you're a fan of metal music of course yeah and i i just think it adds doom would be a significant part less without its soundtrack i think the soundtrack carries the game very very heavily well, I, I, I i feel like a, a better comparison would have been like go go down to your local 7-eleven and crank that up and if you don't want to kill everybody in there you're not there. <laughs> <Jesus> <laughs> i didn't want to go uh, that direction well, I think, <laughs> yeah 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 i think it, the big thing there too is like when you hear doom music even if you're not like super familiar with doom like but you know uh you know a little bit of it you know that's doom right there's no distinct there's no missing you're not gonna be like oh that's metal gear or oh that's you know halo be like no that's fucking doom like that's yeah. just that like in your face heavy fucking you know whatever. and honestly looking at like doom you know from where dooming started to this like doom 2016 and this one like they did such a good like that music just 
fucking pushes it over the edge, right? Like all that visceral, you know, fucking, you know, anime. It just without that music, you're right. It would have not been like it, it just whatever. So yeah, I agree, absolutely, one hundred percent. Yeah. Um, Scruffy, uh, interesting, interesting choice, uh, huh? <laughs> Give this one to Enigma real fast. Give this one to Enigma. Okay. All right. Uh, well, changing. I, I don't mid, know. Now we're shows going, going, Yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> happening live. Uh, so uh, okay. Me, me, and me and Enigma both had the same thing. I kind of already explained this uh, with the narrative, but Ori in the Blind or Ori in the Will of the Wisps. Um, yeah. I mean, my my biggest thing was like I haven't played it before, but I've I've watched you play it, and I've watched a couple of other people play it. I've watched YouTube videos of it, and just like like you mentioned in in your previous mention of it, right? Like the way that they've tied the music into the narrative on that game like 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 you said there's there's a huge 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 ups and then there's like bone crashing fucking soul shattering downs that like the music itself accompanies that right and then like like you you sit there and you're you're like hyped and hyped as shit whenever you do something amazing because like this not only did did you do something amazing and it's it's fucking you're 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 right there in the moment but that music is is accompanying yeah. it and you're just like fuck yes this is awesome but then like the the saddest of sad parts and i'm, I'm not going to spoil anything but there was one part towards the end where like it brought it brought a tear Gut to my eye wrenching bro fucking it brought it legitimately brought a tear to my eye and and if i don't think i mean i think that it would have still brought a tear to my eye if it, if it hadn't had that music but that music hit a certain way yeah because of what was going on the screen well it right? just that the, in that game more than anything right and we saw i talked about this in there the music is a character yeah like the music is a voice in that game and it just i don't think it gets enough recognition like i think i think it gets recognition for like good music and stuff like that but like how impactful the fucking score 100%. is it just it, it, again it's just it, it's like dude it should be a key integral part and it's it's it, it is like you take that 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 music outside of ori and ori becomes something different the music itself is still there but ori becomes something different and honestly too i i say in these like it, it's one of these categories where like i want to go and listen to doom in my car when i'm driving down the road i will also turn on ori and listen to ori while i'm sitting in the car or at work just to have that music in the background because it's that it's that yeah. fucking good so yeah there's there's only been a few um actual game soundtracks that i'm like that's that's fucking stunning and and i can't none of them come to mind like i i, I could if i went back into my uh my library and was like okay yeah they yeah, that one that one that one but ori definitely as soon as i saw that i was like no yeah there's 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 no way that any other game in this entire like in the entire list of games that i'm looking at that released in 2020 like I, I was actually tempted to do Doom Eternal, but I was like, no, they're one hundred percent. I think Ori did a better job, even yeah. than Doom, Doom Eternal, yeah. personally. Yep, no, yeah. absolutely. Um, okay, so I'm good now. I'm uh, ready. Okay, <laughs> all right, yeah. Scruffy, is this your final answer? Or is this, this right? Is my final answer. Okay, no, I'm not changing or nothing. So yeah, Scruffy, so, BPM uh, bullets per minute. Yeah, um, this game has an awesome, awesome soundtrack and music design to it um it's it's a very hard rock like heavy metal type beat a lot similar to doom return uh, doom eternal um it's it, honestly it, it reminds me of a lot of a band called ghost um yeah. it's it's a very like I can agree with that heavy guitar bass like 
you know, and it just combines everything actual, together. Actual recreation of the music wow. right there, guys. Right yes. there. You know? <laughs> and, and, and the best part about this, like not only is the soundtrack just beautiful, amazing, it makes your heart start pumping that awesome feeling, but it, it takes that to a next level because this game is all about rhythm matching. It's a, it's a, it's a rhythm game similar to, you know, guitar hero and everything where you have to hit the beat, but not only do you have to hit the beat, you're also playing an FPS. So you're hitting the beat with your gunshots. You have to reload on beat. You have to dash on beat. You use abilities on beat. You're just on beat. You know, <laughs> it is awesome, dude. And it oh, feels yeah. so good when you're just going with it. Just headshot, 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 reload. Headshot, headshot. Oh, it's so cool. So it just, just, so just so awesome. you guys know that, that so Scruffy in the new year is gonna be the new, the new intro music. There you go. Gonna go. Yeah. <laughs> headshot, headshot. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, Scruffy, I would tell you like if you ever do get a chance to play B, uh, VR, play a game called Pistol Whip. Beat um, Saber. No, oh, what's that? Beat Saber. Pistol Whip. Um, Ooh. Pistol Whip is it's like super hot meets Beat Saber meets BPM. I'm down. Yeah, so, I, w- I really want to get into VR, so I'll check yeah, that out. But yeah. yeah, BPM, awesome soundtrack. And check it out. And it's it's like an awesome price for the game too. It's not a very long and game, but it's it Norse will, mythology. It is. Yeah. It, Isn't it's, one of the fucking like vendors a big ass chicken in like Hell um, Hellheim and um, Vinaheim, I think. It, it's really cool. And you play as Valkyries that go around shooting all these other like um you know like the serpents like all the other freaking asgardian dudes yeah. it's sweet it's awesome check it out yep, yep. well great no it's you're, you're I, i've seen you play it and it, it it seems very very cool um all right best performance so this one i am going to explain a little bit because it, it it can be misleading and actually some of Whoa, us we're, so, we're missing one just skipping huh? Wait, just skip skipping comment down oh yeah, audio, design. audio design audio design okay sorry my bad audio design uh so best audio design um Bill Astro's Playground, interesting choice. I'm really eager to hear. Yeah, why about why this? this. For I honestly have never even heard of this. So this is so Astro's Playroom is the uh, PlayStation Five built-in game. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's the game preloaded into the PS Five. Is this the controller? Yeah, yeah. It's like the tutorial. (laughs) Okay, let the man speak. I want to hear what it is that he has to say and why. Yeah, let's let's go. Yeah, yeah. The way, yes, it is basically like getting you used to how your um, PS5 is going to play, how it's going to perform, the ins and outs of like the stuff. But the best thing about it, and one of the key features of the PS5, is the uh, DualSense, the the controller. Uh, it has different speakers in different places in the controller, different vibration spots in the controller. The triggers are actually like have resistances that will be like tighter or looser depending on what actions you're doing in the game but sound wise specifically this game like uses that technology to the absolute max which is to be expected because it's meant to be like the test demo for that feature in a ps5 um most of the games that are coming after ps5 use this feature to some capacity um i know dark uh demon souls does use it but i feel like astro's playroom really like since it is that tech demo it is something that shows 100 percent the potential of this new way of giving feedback to the player giving audio feedback to the player and it's it's extremely unique in a way that i think 
has potential to make games a lot better specifically on that console just because of that feature i mean look man i have i've heard from multiple people that astro's playground or playroom whatever it is on there is literally a must play for playstation 5 so well i don't know what they've done whatever they did in there but obviously it is fucking good um and you know so i've I don't think you're wrong there. And I, I, you know, like I said, I've heard that that game is phenomenal or whatever that is experience is phenomenal. So are, 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 are we getting, are we getting a must play mixed up with a have to play? Cause it's the only other game on the PS4. Okay. Tone it back. <laughs> Jesus Christ. The only other working game. That, that's rough. Whenever I'm the one having to tell you to tone it the fuck back. Oh, shit. Anyway. Um, okay. So oh, I don't geez. think there, I don't know if there's, I mean, We've already talked about this now numerous times. I don't know if we need to go super in-depth, but uh, Scruffy and um, Enigma both, Ori, Will of the Wisps. Um, is yeah. there anything else that you got to want to add to it? I know, Scruffy, you have I mean, really this about. definitely would have been my best score of music if it were more of my style of music. But the reason I went pure audio design for this game is, like you guys already hit on, the way they just tell the story just through the audio alone and like the music and everything. They tell a whole story alone just with that. And it, it's honestly like mesmerizing, but we've, we've hit it so many times, but it, it, it will blow you away. Like yeah. just playing through that game. It really, really puts the mood and puts you in the feels. Yeah. So for me, that that's that, that's, that's it. Nick, yeah, think- no, I, I, I hit, I hit on it. I, unfortunately I hit on it in, in the previous uh, one, but yeah, it, it, it just, it ties in with the same, same thing that I was saying before, where it's like, it, it really, does a really good job with like pulling you into those highs and and then mm-hmm. like embracing you and being like oh it, it'll be all right in those lows and then making you fucking tear up in those really really bad lows yeah so yeah um beautiful absolutely uh so mine um half-life alex um with this so again another vr game um and i, I think uh one of the reasons because i also went back and forth with ori you know obviously but there's a thing that the Half-Life Alex does better than honestly that I think it's storyline better than it's gameplay. The way that it, like it puts you in a VR game in an auditorial stance sense, um, which keep in mind VR automatically kind of takes you to the next level when it comes to audit um, like uh, audio because an audio design because you're in the world, right? So like as you're moving, it's 3d and whatever else, but there's a thing that Alex does that I'm not kidding you. When I was, playing the game the audio made the hair the hair on my back of my neck stand up like it made you feel like things in your body and in your chest and i don't know how they did it what they've done and like i know that obviously with certain sound cues you can do those things but i'm not kidding you when i'm telling you it pretty much gave haptic feedback throughout your entire body because of the way that they did audio design in this game um you know when you step on something you feel like you hear it, but you fucking feel it in your feet. When you grab something, you like it. I don't know, man. It just, it makes you feel like you are literally in that game. Um, and they do some seriously amazing shit with, uh, that if you don't stop playing with your fucking bun, I swear to God, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's, that's one thing. One thing that I've always said about like the VR experience is that it, it, it the one thing that they need to work on is not only the, visual cues and, and and being able to represent shit in vr to you visually but also audio right you really need to have a good audio performance in order to have a good 
virtual reality what what is with the fucking i don't know man dude this is what is going on here are we turning into a hair and shoulders fucking commercial right now we're gonna we're gonna put a category in here for best fucking hair apparently jesus christ almighty it's gonna go to my nutsack by the way so anyway uh you're 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 exactly like you're right and actually just to point out for one thing it when i was playing boneworks um, there was a point that I made out that feeling like I had two bricks and I put them together. And I was like, the problem there is that you put them together and it goes clink, right? Or you hit a metal wall and it goes clink. But like your your hands are not are still going to hit, right? Because there's nothing yeah. stopping you. But when you play Half-Life Alex and you pick up a can and you pick up something else and you put it together, the the way that they do audio in that game, it literally, when you bang them together, it just... It doesn't, it, it's almost like your, your mind, it's a trick to your mind to be like, you can't move your hands anymore because they are together, right? In a non-physical space, like that's what blows me away of how they did this so well in a non-physical space. Um, and I hear, and I'm not even playing it with the index, which is supposed to be like, they have specially designed headphones, you know, inside the index that actually take this to an even bigger level because the, I mean, this is going in a whole lot in the other direction, but anyway, it's just amazing. It literally is amazing. And you can't, Watching it doesn't doesn't do justice. You have to fucking play it. So please, if you have a chance to find someone with VR, go and play this game for the sound alone to understand what I'm talking about. It's it really is amazing. Um, okay, you guys done grooming yourself over there? Is there any, anything else before we go to the what, next you category? Groom me for, I mean, I'd like wanna, to I'd like health? to I'd like to cut that fucking man bun off the top of your head. But <laughs> all right. Uh, so best performance. Moving um onto this next category. This is one I am going to explain a little bit because actually majority of us on this show are like. Does this mean like how the game runs, like or whatever else? But it's not that. So best performance is awarded for an individual uh, for voice um, over acting, motion, and performance capture. Um, so basically, a voice actor. Um, I I knew what it meant. Well, that's good for you. <laughs> I, I, I I did not. <laughs> um, uh, so going to Bill, John Eric Bentley for Barrett in Final Fantasy VII Remake. Yes. So. This one was the character that I was interested more than any of the other ones to kind of see how they brought out into the remake. Because in the OG, he's very much written just as basically like Mr. T. And there are some of those instances with this voiceover and stuff like that. But they add a lot of depth to the character just by the way that he emotes and how he speaks depending on the circumstance yes in a fight he's very hype he's very let's go let's fuck him up all this other fun shit but like when things get serious the voice comes down the face gets somber he gets serious you know what i mean and i i just think he really did the character justice and then took the character to the next level from what is previously like thought of as the character bearer and again I didn't really like the original. I didn't give a shit about these people in the original because the writing was kind of cringe. He specifically made me a fan of Barrett, and I didn't think I was going to be. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. He reminds me a lot of uh, Raiden from uh, Metal Gear, um, of that moment of, like, in the action, it's super hype, whatever, like you said, and then in the moments yeah. of being, like, when it's somber, like, it just comes back down. Um, so, A hundred percent. Yeah. Um, and next to, why am I blanking on the name? Dude with the fucking, uh, the red, oh my God. Um, he's in every, Sid? No, what? Who's the dude that has the, the one arm, big sword? Um, 
red coat. Fuck, I don't know. Sunglasses? I don't know. Anyway, I don't know. I'll, I'll find it. <laughs> Somebody in chat will tell okay. me who I'm talking about. Um, but, uh, okay, uh, so I'm going to butcher this name. Is it Tassai Ternanon? It's pronounced Tassi Trianon. Trianon? It's for Alex Wilton Reagan from Amnesia Rebirth. I want to say her name is Elix. Elix, okay. I'm just assuming. I know she's she's a um, yes, Vincent. Thank you, chat. But yeah, so she is the main protagonist of Amnesia Rebirth, the game we talked about earlier. Um, and I just think she does an amazing job portraying the the emotions you go through in this game and all the feelings that she is put through and all the scenarios. Um, and the way she tells like her story too and all her like past experiences, she does such a good job like just displaying that emotion and it really makes you feel like I, I I didn't think I would feel so impacted in a horror game than I did in this one. Like it makes you think of like what has happened and, and what she's been through. So I, I just do you think ever actually see her face. You do see her face. Yeah. Okay. You can like look into like a, like a well and oh, like okay. see the reflection of yourself. And, um, and and through the memories as well but yeah like just the way she portrays this character is is honestly really awesome like it, it i wasn't expecting it to say the least well, for, out of for, uh, out of this kind of game for a game where majority of it is first person it's very it takes a lot for you to be able to get that character's emotions across because you don't have yeah. facial cues to go off of Exactly. Um, and so when I watched you play it, because you only see like from gameplay, you're only seeing like hands or even sometimes mm-hmm. you don't even see that necessarily. Uh, you know, so it, it's, it, you know, watching, listening to just a small bit of dialogue that I, that I listened to. It was, you know, I guess she did a great job portraying these emotions. Um, without yeah. having kind of facial expenditure. So uh, 100%. Um, Enigma, uh, uh, chose Abby, um, no last name, um, from, and Laura Bailey, last of us part two and actually was one of the one of the ones that i went back and forth on as well so i had three total and this yeah. was one of the ones that i went back and forth on so i don't, so, I don't disagree with this on this. so bill's <laughs> chat please don't fucking flog me for this i, I know that you guys <laughs> all said that if 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 there was any mention of the last of us two that it would be instant like block and unfollow <laughs> i understand your animosity believe me i do I have the same animosity for the game. I hate it. I do not like it. But, <laughs> but, and this, stick this with is, me here. Stick with me. Stick with me here. I am able to separate the game from the voice actors, right? The performance from the, the voice actors from the game and, and everything that the game did terribly, even though it's going to probably get fucking game of the year from the game of the year awards, regardless of what happens. I can separate the the performances, and I think I personally feel that Laura Bailey did an amazing job with Abby. I don't know her last name, didn't play the game, watched the smattering of it, and and the the few portions of the game that I did watch did have Abby in them. And every time that she was on screen, I was like, "Damn, like Laura brought her a game on this shit." And and Laura Laura Bailey is an amazing voice actor. Abby Anderson okay. was the uh, the name. It's the character Abby Anderson. Sorry. Abby Anderson, yep. So Laura Laura Bailey is an amazing fucking voice actor. 
or voice actress i should say she's she's in a ton of fucking video games she's in a ton of animes she's in a ton of tv shows she is like the epitome of amazing voice actresses and this was like one of her top performances for me just the the sheer whenever we were whenever it was in a, a like a very in, intense moment you could just tell in her voice that it, 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 she was trying to bring as much intensity to it as much fear as much anger you know everything to that character as possible and i i, th- I think she deserves it honestly like they, her and i her and what's her name uh who's who's the ellie. the one yeah who's the one that does ellie i can't remember her name her actual name uh i can find it Give me one whoever second. does ellie can we get a picture? Who, whoever does ellie i think it's a uh, hold on i'll find doesn't, it doesn't really matter whoever does ellie whoever does ellie is is an amazing voice actress as well but i think that that Laura Bailey did a better job in the honest one person. Oh, does Elliot do Ellie? How can I not find? That's what we're getting in chat. I don't know. I can't. I, didn't know I can't it. find her name. I can't find who does her fucking name. Um, is it Elliot Page? I don't know. No, it's uh, Ashley Johnson. Thank you. Yeah, Ashley Johnson. That's it. Um, I, I, I don't. I don't, I don't disagree with you, right? Like, I, I, I did not like Last of Us Two at all, from start to finish, story, all that kind of stuff. But again, the the emotions that were portrayed in those characters, though the storyline was shit, in my opinion, agree. They fucking nailed it and did a phenomenal job in putting themselves in that right. And and that's well, what and, and, and the one the one thing about. that I liked about it as well is it's not just the voice acting. She also did all the the motion capture, right? Yeah. For, oh, for absolutely. Her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The I mean, the, it's yeah. it's just insane, dude. Yeah, and and you know the the like I said, the emotion that goes into it is insane. And, and literally, you could just see like I would challenge most people to just take a clip of that without even seeing what the game is and knowing what it is, and just take a a screen grab of the of, of her portraying this character and putting it up there and looking at it, and you could you could tell that like, this is not something that someone could just digitally create. Like this is something yeah. that someone had to feel. And 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 do with the, their their emotions, and it comes through in the artwork. So, um, yeah, I don't disagree with you. you Show she has true passion for that. <clears throat> oh, absolutely. Um, so moving on to a lighter note, <laughs> um, I probably will still get flamed for this too because a lot of people, um, including myself, thought the game was under par for where it should be. But um, I didn't even notice this. <laughs> so, and I went, I went, man, I went back and forth between like three different things. But like, it should be pretty well known because obviously I'm a Marvel fan. But Nolan North, man, like, in Iron Man for in Marvel's Adventures, and hear me out, okay? When you play that game, like, or before you play the game, like, I, those characters, and more or less, I think there's probably two characters that you really have to hit. You got to hit Thor, right? Yeah, he has a very 100%. specific style. My my my, I I was the same way with you. I was like flip flopping between Thor and and Laura Bailey, and I was like, mm. yeah, it, it, mm. you, you gotta hit Thor, but even probably more importantly, like especially because of like what Robert Downey Jr. has brought to Iron Man and to Tony Stark and that character, like you gotta nail fucking Tony Stark. You, you gotta nail Iron Man, and there's so many facets of it right like thor is thor and he has like and not saying he's not one dimensional but he has a very like this is thor right but iron man has got like this you know 
there's this smart ass smug you know character when he's being tony but then like he gets hit with like the humbleness that comes in then he's got like the techie smart ass remarks over here and then he's got like iron man as a whole other person i mean the guy is a fucking it's like like he's a multiple person multiple personalities wet dream because that's what he is and yeah. he nolan north when you play that game and because me and enigma literally enigma played thor and i played iron man like listening to the interactions that they talk about and the, the one-liners and the from start to finish the way that he just portrayed tony and that entire thing was fucking phenomenal like i'll, 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 I'll tell you i'll tell you why i wouldn't have ever voted for for this one though because i heard every one of those voice lines so oh, yeah, many fucking times, times yeah. and he's right. an annoying little shit every fucking <laughs> i loved it every moment too but, <laughs> but that, that, that's a fault of the game but it's not a fault of like him as no that, no like, not, yeah. and, and not not just an annoying little shit for how, however many like his his comments that he makes oh yeah it, 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 it was like right down the alley of like you could you could hear robert downey jr if it was if it was robert downey jr saying this right, right. Yeah. You, you could you could straight up be like yeah that's iron Man. yeah it, it's it's just i mean it, it it takes a lot for me to be like i don't think of of that of like tony star or uh robert downey jr as iron man even though i do but like it it, it takes a lot for me to second guess sometimes and go you know that that's a really good fucking Iron Man. He did a good job. Like that's Iron Man. Like, um, and I've only ever done it twice, and this was one of them. And so, I commend Nolan North, even though Nolan North is a very known, well-known actor, very known, well-known voice actor. He fucking nailed it, man. He just nailed it. So yeah, from the from the time that I watched you, those snarky remarks remarks were probably my favorite of watching that game. Like he does them so good. <laughs> yes, he does. And again, same thing. Like Thor's character. It was a fucking toss up, man. Like that, yeah. he does such a good job too. Um, I, I I completely agree with you though on that. Where it's like it's like Thor, it, you can definitely tell it was Thor, right? right? But like with Robert Downey or with with I, I, I thought like Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, see, that's Iron what I'm man. talking about. With <laughs> with Iron Man, you can definitely tell that it was like he had to put even more forward because he knew people were going to right. be saying you're not the real iron man right. you're, you're not which and that game was here. already in the, that's the thing too is like the game going into it these guys that were acting these characters out already had that against them like yeah. because everybody yeah. already hated the way that they looked they're, they're put up against such high standards right. already so right now you got to sound right you know what i mean mm -hmm. so um so okay going on to the next category this this is best ongoing so i just do want to say this this is basically awarded for a game for uh outstanding development um for ongoing content that evolves the player experience over time um i struggled with this one and actually uh three out of these cat three of the choice or two of the choices other than my own i also went in here and put in but i i didn't so but uh bill i almost put in rainbow six siege i i really almost put in as much as i can't stand that fucking game what? i almost put in rainbow what? Six. <laughs> just like with the last of us stuff i can acknowledge when a game does something <laughs> well when they when they keep up with their community and i don't think you're wrong so i'm gonna turn it over to bill rainbow six siege so rainbow six siege over 2020 specifically um they so the original team handed over the keys to the rainbow six siege project to a different development branch within Ubisoft. I believe they handed them over to the Montreal branch. And um, they are completely in control of the development cycle now. They are all fresh faces. Not a single member of the OG uh, development team carried over. So it's a completely set of fresh eyes on the project. They 
are going down a different route on how they are pushing out content. Some of it's good, some of it's not so good. They've uh, narrowed it down to one operator release a season instead of the usual two with an attacker and defender. It's just going to be one attacker or one defender. Um, but I feel like that's a good thing because the attackers and defenders that have been coming out recently have been chef's kiss perfect as far as balance for one and fun factor to both play for and against in the game they are taking that extra development space and really nailing down what they want each of these characters to be on top of that they're also doing monthly temporary game modes um they've really been upping their game on that to kind of bring a more arcadey feel give players a reason to come back into the game if they've like set it off for a while um I, I think the new team is doing extremely well with it. The game was, as you can look back at the first few podcasts of this year, whenever it was brought up, I was like, the game's fun when it works. It's pretty well in a state now where it works 90% of the time. They fixed a good majority of the bugs. Again, with this added development time that they've taken from having to develop two separate operators, they are working on game health first and foremost, which I think is amazing. And it's I, I think the game's on the upswing again. It was very much a concern of the community whether the game was going to survive 2020 with the way that the stability of the game was and the content that was being pushed out was. They have 100% brought it back, and I feel like going into next year, it's going to be a full steam ahead. Hey, maybe I, maybe I come good. in, maybe I come in, jump back in. <laughs> That's good. They got hey, their uh, their priorities in check, especially with those operation operation health or yeah, they did operation called? health two years ago um, to fix a lot of the issues that were coming up then. This, like I said, this increased development or this additional development on like in game stuff, they're basically able to do mini operation helps healths within each season to really nail down like the audio issues are fixed. Um, a lot of the recoil issues are fixed. The audio being fixed was the biggest yeah. godsend. There's still a few bugs with like spectate cams or uh, drones or like certain characters. Clash still has some issues every now and then, but they're nowhere near as detrimental to the game experience as they were before. Right. That's good. So, Scruff, Risk of Rain 2. Hold on. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, yeah. Yo, you guys were worried I was going to be playing fucking cyberpunk. Yeah. We got him over here yeah, dicking swiping left to swiping game, right bro. on Tinder, bro. bro. I'm texting my mom goodnight, okay? <laughs> okay. Wholesome content. We'll let yeah. that one slide. Um, but yeah, uh, Risk of Rain 2. Um, I think it's been a phenomenal journey so far with all of their updates and everything. And then 2020 takes the cake with, uh, with their 1.0, their full release. Um, adding so much more to the game, so many new items, so many a uh, new finally an ending to the game. Um, that is actually awesome. Um, they they've just done so well with all of their updates, adding like all these awesome uniques and like items you can get to really. Oh, and characters. I mean, I can't even I can't even get begin to start with the characters. I mean, my my favorite way that they do these characters too is honestly they. 
they go in and they ask the community what they want first. Do they do you want a, a new character, brand new design character, or do you want a character from Risk of Rain One? Um, so they they do that every I think most every um, every time they're going to be coming out with a new character, they ask the community first. Um, and so far, we've got a, a wide range of like old characters brought back into the Risk of Rain scene, and also new characters. Um, and I think that right there showing that like community support is amazing. They really listen to their community and it, it really shows. Um, and I, I, I think they even add, I'm not too sure. I'm not positive, but I do believe they add new enemies as well as bosses on big updates, but I'm not sure about that one. I think I'd have to double check, but, um, the game so uh... far, mm mm-hmm. I was about to say to, to be honest, I when I saw you put this in here, I was a, I was a little surprised that you put that in there because I know that when we were talking about the initial, I wasn't release, the biggest fan. Yeah, I, was the biggest I, fan. Like yeah. That. I, I wasn't. Yeah, but I warmed up to it, um, and I never did get to, to talk about that. I I really did warm up to it um, and realize. And the main, big thing was probably the character release. I was so underwhelmed with the captain, yeah. but I was just a scrub. I figured out real fast that the captain is actually tons of fun to play. You just had to really know how to play him. There's still a, a few drawbacks to him, but I, I think his character design was actually pretty well. I was just mistaken at that point um that's good but yeah so so all in all like i i think this is definitely my top ongoing game and i'm I'm definitely excited for future updates to come cool so enigma this is another one too that i i was going back and forth on um but i'm happy that it got recognition because i do think that it it deserves it um especially from where it came from yeah. um but uh no man's sky so why why yeah no man's I'm, sky? i mean it's it's the biggest underdog kind of story of of the last few years right like when it released it was in such a terrible state there was blatant lies it was it was it was not received as advertised right we had a lot of issues with with sean murray or whatever his name is and and him going out and and giving just blatant lies about the game just, just to try and build hype for it um i was one of those people that was extremely pissed off about how how it how it uh, how it got into my hands, right? Like I, I wasn't able to play it for the first year, just because of how broken and buggy it was. Yeah. Um, the the one thing that I can say and the one thing that I have said in the past is that I'm both sad and glad that I didn't refund it because I think that I've paid more money for it than I think I should have. First off, <laughs> but also I'm glad that I didn't refund it because I think that right now in its current state and in the current state that it was in in the past couple of updates that they've had throughout the the last few months uh and years it's been it's been progressively getting better and better they've added in a lot of stuff that was promised they've added in, in an actual full multiplayer they've added in vr they've added in base building they've added in uh better mechanics better flight mechanics better combat mechanics uh better world generation better terrain generation Look, it's I'm, insane. I'm, I'm eager. I'm actually have have thought about actually wanting to go back and see if you guys would be willing to go I, back and jump into I, it. I go back to it pretty much every time they have an update. I haven't gone back to this recent one that they released just because there's been so much coming out this within the last couple of years, yeah. or within the within the last year, and, and with me wanting to get into Cyberpunk. But I do definitely want to look at the at the new update because I've heard a lot of good things about it. And like the last two updates have been insane in the in the simple fact that they've added in a new. The last update they added in a new ship that evolves with you hmm. which is insane to me it's like a, it's like an alien being that's your ship that you can hmm. evolve 
right? Yeah, I mean, I, I would definitely be down to jump back in and, and, and experience it. Because again, and hey, by the way, Avengers, can you please take note? Like, so, yes. so where do you enter and exit of this alien ship? I'm just curious. The butthole. <laughs> cool. Yeah, the the, yeah. Butthole the, the man bun. That's how it's supposed to be. Yo, crazy Right, right up the anus. This game averages 8K players. That that yeah. is wild considering no where Dude, it came from. That's, no Man's Sky, yeah. Con consi considering, considering it had an all-time low of 500 yeah. players. That's, that's, what, that's what I was about to say. Is considering legitimately at one point, I think it had under 1,000 players. Yeah, the lowest, the lowest point I'm seeing right is now. 560 concurrent players yeah. with for them, a yeah. maybe yeah. daytime spike of 1K. Yeah. That definitely had to yeah. jump they, right they, they, out. The the guys over there, I, I can't remember the name of the studio, but the guys over Hello there games. that made this, Hello Games, Hello Games, that's it. The guys over at Hello Games definitely made this a labor of love, and the one thing that I can commend them on, and I'm I'm not I'm not by by any means excusing them for how they release this, but the one thing that I can condemn or, or commend them on is sticking with it, right? Well. Yeah, and continue on with it. That's the thing. If you're gonna come out, like, and again, this is why I said, "Hey, Avengers, please take note." If you're gonna come out and you're gonna promise a bunch of shit, and it doesn't, it's not there, and it's busted and broken. I'm, I'm not yeah. saying make it the best game in the fucking world, but at least get it to a point of honoring it. And I commend No Man for them because Hello Games, in most situations, most companies would cut fucking bag and run. Oh, 100 percent. Like cut and run. And in, so in, I, in in most cases, AAA, the AAA games that are out currently. Well, I mean, look at fucking Anthem, right? right? Yeah. Look at fucking Anthem. We still don't know what the fuck is going on with Anthem. Right. And literally, these guys at Hello Games, they went radio silent for like six months and then came out with an amazing update and, that turned the game around. And really, honestly, too, like 76, regardless of people playing it now, what they think of 76 or where it's at right now, it's still, they still, Bethesda still doesn't sit there and acknowledge the fact that, yeah. you know, we made a shitty game and we, fuck, we fucked it up and we got to fix it. They're just like... I don't know. I, it, it, we're, we, that's a whole other thing. But anyway, I'm just saying. I, I you're 100% right. Um, so my option, I went back and forth with so much shit, man. Indie games, Project Diablo 2, so much stuff. But I gotta give it. You know, really looking back, especially when I when Grand Theft Auto 5, and hear me out. That's that, a good one, though. That game has been around for a long for fucking, fucking time, mm -hmm. man. And the fact that a new game has come out with Red Dead Redemption, right? Uh, don't two. Get me started. <laughs> and they sh they don't even fucking care about Red Dead Redemption they 2. They could give zero fucks. And that about is Red a new game, man. new engine, new stuff, like all of this stuff. And they care more about Grand Theft Auto 5. Like, I'm not saying it's right, but I'm just saying they're about they're they're literally, I think, a week away or two weeks away from dropping a brand new patch, right? Or brand new no, new content. Not not Mm -hmm. Not just a brand new patch, a new portion of the map, right? Completely. Like a whole new like a thing new for this island. game. So like, and on top of that, like, and I know it's not fair to say, but like the RP community too has like helped out in this a lot. But like the yeah. game, like what Grant, th like your concept. I just poked myself in the fucking eye. Ow, your, Gee, bro. your concept <laughs> of what uh, Grand Theft Auto Online is is no one you can't really fathom what this game is right because it's so it's it is a living it, it is a, a fuck it, almost like an mmo like legitimately it is almost like an mmo mm -hmm. of what you can do in that game and Yo, the, honestly the strides that people have made with uh gta rp too yeah and but oh and, my gosh and, and like again rp out of it because they, they add so much mods and stuff it's it's amazing what they do yeah. but like you can really do that in that game it, it it's crazy it, it's crazy and it, they 
Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, that game is, I want actually, I want to know. So can someone in chat or hold on a second. When did, when did GTA five come out? Cause I just, uh, 2010, 2011. No way. It's that old. It came out 2013. This game oh, is legitimately man. seven years old. Yeah. It doesn't even feel like it. It's right. It, it hasn't it, even aged. That's where, that's what pushed me over the edge. Like for this, I was just like, fucking Christ, man, they deserve it. Like, so yeah. it, it's crazy. <laughs> Um, and again, they're getting a brand new update in like two weeks. Like, so yeah, it's 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 a good option. If if it hadn't been for the simple fact that they fucked Red Dead Online over so much, I probably would have voted for it as well. But yeah, fuck Rockstar Games. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's five dollars right now. I mean, it's, I think it's worth at least five bucks. I, I, it's five dollars. Red, Red Dead Online is definitely worth. $5. No, 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 no. Red Dead. No, no, Red Dead. Red, Red Dead Online is five dollars. Yeah, five dollars. Yeah. Well, anyway, um, all right, moving on to best indie game, um, you know, uh, on here. So Bill and I, again, I think it's pretty, you know, we've explained this already, um, Hades, um, but, uh, Bill, anything you want to add as to why Hades for best indie game? Um, yeah, uh, one quick, simple thing I want to add is they actually did an amazing job adding a free flowing, narrative to a roguelike which doesn't happen very often usually you have like die rich ending quote-unquote where you get like an ending cutscene depending on where you go or you die one of one of the three but this is actually like every death is canon so depending on how many times you die they actually have the game and the voice acting completely rewrote for you to go through an initial run all the way through to the end, like foregoing any like canon deaths. They've cool. actually like before release, they went back and re-recorded a whole new set of voice lines for each of the characters so that like you can do that no death run and it still makes sense. And I, I I'll tell you what, like you the the more you guys talk about Hades and, and like I had Hades on my radar for a lot of these. And I was like, eh it's hades you know it's whatever i, I have i've watched it it's like whatever but the more you guys talk about it i'm like man i probably should have voted the humor is things. also phenomenal they'll hit you right in the giggle dick um yeah. like you'll go into you'll go you'll go in the room and you have to choose between two of the uh the greek gods and depending on which one you choose the other one's gonna get pissed at you and you're gonna have to do like a trial to earn them, like earn their favor back. Hilarious. It's it's hilarious, dude. Yeah. Some so, some of the shit that they say. One thing too about Dionysus this, is my boy, by the way. One thing about this game too is that almost every single one of the voice actors in this is a developer. There's a few that are not. That's crazy, man. But almost every wow. single one of the voice actors is a developer for this game. And they did such a good job that with range. it too. Like right. the voice awesome. acting that I've seen, like I've been watching Luft play it. I've watched you play it a couple times since. Like the voice acting is is insanely good. Oh yeah, uh, so here, it, here, is. It, it is. It is. So into putting the game, like we talked about the art, we talked about the voice, we talked about the storyline, but all in all, like for some, like I think myself and Scruffy probably out of the group here play more indie games than mo- like anybody else, and so maybe ro- roguelikes. I, I, I say you guys play more yeah. roguelikes. Well, ro- yeah, yeah, but, but roguelikes. I, I, I mean, okay, well, roguelikes. Anyway, so. There's a lot of places that like and roguelikes as well. Again, Dead Cells is literally on my wall for reasons. It's one of my favorite yeah. games of all time. Um, and they hit so many key things right. But there's a thing like you can do all of that. But if the gameplay core loop of the game is not fun and it's not enjoyable or if it's missing something, it's not worth it. But I can tell you right now, like Hades, like there's so many different builds. There's so many different ways. There's so many different paths. There's so many different things that you can do that's not just 
okay, I'm gonna go. And one thing like I fall dead cells for is like, yes, they have a bazillion fucking weapons, right? And things you could do, but you get into a mode where you're like, this is my favorite style, right? Yeah. Whereas in with blue H all day, baby. Yeah, there you go. Blue so, all day. Where with Hades, it's very much of just like I'm evolving with what the world is giving me and what I'm dealing with and how I can do this. And like I'm picking different things, but like every room you choose is such a different dynamic and it gives you this greater feeling. But it's from movement to voice acting to combat to everything. It just Nails it and knowing if, and also two things that is knowing Supergiant and the other games that they've done, right? Which was uh Transistor and Bastion. Bastion. Um, they, yeah, did, they, they didn't they did it. another one too. Um and I I can't remember what the name of it is. But anyway, uh knowing that as their like repertoire of games and then coming into mm -hmm. something like this, like Pyre. it it yeah, Pyre. Yeah. It just feels like everything before that was leading up to the evolution and culmination of what this was. And I played Hades when it first was an alpha and it was, it was good, but it was different. It was not this, this game is fucking amazing. Um, it, it really yeah. is. <laughs> and I, the last caveat I want to add to this is, um, I tend to get burnt out easily on roguelikes. Like the loop is fun for like, maybe like, five or so hours but then i the repetition gets me it's the same reason i don't do mmos or anything like that is i just i don't enjoy the grind loop enough to push forward through and like get to end game um the narrative and the character interactions are single-handedly selling me on this plus the way the world kind of changes with each yeah. new run like I the other day realized that there are like three different versions of the bone hydra fight, and yep. I think that's awesome. Well, that's and, oh, sorry, y'all, y'all seriously making me want to change my. I'm telling. Well, again, I, I mean, I got some, <laughs> no, no, I got, I got some questions about that one that you picked anyway, but it's all right. Uh, and and <laughs> the last thing I'll say, and I'll turn it over to Scruffy. And and again, I'm sorry. It's just whenever we say like best indie game, like this is like one of the things where we do want to. I do want to spend a little bit of time on because it is something that's like it's not just like best voice actor. Like this is a best game of an entire genre. Like. Yeah. The, and indie games deserve so so much more credit than what oh, they already well, have. I mean, indie games is, is where games are at nowadays. Like, yeah. and, and that's it. Um, and if I can tell you right now, if you are not going on Steam or going on uh, you know, well, Steam or GOG, we don't talk about it. We don't we don't talk anything. about the other one. But um, if you aren't going on there and looking at what like what is the stuff that's on sale? What is the stuff that's like the bargain bin games or like, you know, not even bargain bin, but just like those games that like are off your radar, you're missing out on so many key things that are great fucking games um, that are out there. Um, but here's the thing about Hades too, and the last point I'll make is that even unlike Dead Cells, when I go through a run of Dead Cells, you get to a certain point where you're so fucking high up, you're just like, fuck me, I do not want to have to restart. I don't want to have to go through all of that, right? Hades does a thing where you're just like, because it's just short enough to get to the end, but just long enough too where you're just like, one more run. I can get one more run out of this. It's 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 enough of a quick getting you back into the action. We we're just like I can do it one more time, right? And that's how I feel with mine. Yeah, you know, and you so you don't feel that. You know what I mean? I think that's that grind you're talking about, uh, um, Bill. Um, with yeah, I, I I would say so. Yep. Um, uh, another thing I wanted to say, and this is gonna be super quick, because I was concerned going in uh, about the amount of weapon variety. Weapon variety is something that always concerns me with these kinds of games, because mm -hmm. I feel like if there's not enough weapons, it's gonna get stale quick. But then once I realized that the like boons and stuff can oh actually my God, yeah. actively change how the weapon behaves, like 
the first time I got World Splitter for the sword, yeah. I was like, okay, I I, I see what you're doing. I, I see what you're that, doing. And then when you add in like the soul, the, the I forgot what they call them, but I think they're the, the essence souls or whatever um, they are, that then you upgrade the weapon inside that too. Like it just, again, from its core surface, you look at it, it's like, oh, it's another roguelike. But then you start peeling away all these little layers of shit. And it's like, oh my God, like this is a phenomenal fucking game. Um, you know, and it's, I've actually bought it twice now. I bought it on the Epic Store. I'm sorry. It was before pre God damn pre it, me man. being and understanding what Epic was, but that's the only place you could get it, guys. To be fair, that's the only spot I could get it on. Uh, no, the, right. it is not, you sir. It's the only place you could get it on at that time. At that time, okay. Well, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. So anyway, great. Okay, but please go out and buy it. Like, please go out and pick it up if you're inter even somewhat interested. So wait, H H Hades was a uh, Hades was a uh, an Epic exclusive. Hades was not an epic. Uh, it was a timed exclusive. Limited. Yeah. It was limited edition timed exclusive. Yeah, fuck yeah. that. Never mind. I take back everything I said. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Uh, all right. Um, <laughs> so Scruff, uh, Slasher's Keep again, best yeah. indie game. Um, back to Slasher's Keep. Yeah. And as you guys already know, this game took my heart with the art design already. It, it honestly it just it doesn't stop blowing me away because all right. So Slasher's Keep essentially is yet another roguelike um but more specifically a roguelite um meaning you don't start from ground zero every time unless you play a permadeath mode um so this way you actually keep some of your stats you keep some of your gear and whatnot every run you you kind of progress further and further to get further into the next floors and fight harder monsters get better loot all the sorts um but so slashers keep is a roguelite that throws you into this medieval style dungeon um where you're fighting enemies trying to travel up the floors to eventually i'm still learning get to the top of the keep that you're in because uh, i believe you were um thrown in there by mistake there is some story to the game the story isn't the major major hitter of the game but it is uh you know of course a cool aspect of it um but the the main points of this game is just the functionality and the gameplay alone i mean the game is a, a action-based directional combat system. So the way that you're pretty much attacking is, of course, from which way you're you're hitting them, trying to avoid their parries or parrying their attacks. You have to be on point from what direction uh, and what side that their the attacks are coming from. Um, so that alone, compared uh, combined with the art style, is actually really cool how it works. Because you wouldn't expect a directional combat in a 2D art style from from your point of view and the enemies, but they do it really flawlessly, and it, it actually feels amazing. Um, so that's just the combat alone. That's why I, I love and I'm I'm like really into this game. But there's so many other awesome aspects, and probably I'm gonna hit on my favorite right now is the what they call the smithy the crafting station where um so you go throughout your levels you uh you can get these components uh that you can ultimately craft into weapons such as sledgehammers uh long swords great swords um just daggers um all sorts of weapons and the best part about this is in in the smithy you have like five or four starting then six tiers of components you can put in to make a weapon the coolest thing is you have this blueprint uh, pretty much where you can put all these components in and you can customize your weapon to however you want it to look. 
So if I put a long sword in with this like nice hilt or whatever, and then some gems, I could put the gems, you know, wherever, if I want them on the blade, on the hilt, on the handle at the bottom, you can twist, turn, overlap, any kind of aspect. And however you make it, you can name it. However that, that you make it in that blueprint. And when you hold it, it's exactly the same. And it'll have all the stats that you, uh, you put into it. So I, I don't know. I haven't had a game that has done that. Um, and I, I just think that is so much fun. It really kind of lets you be creative in a way. Um, and you're playing with your own kind of style because there's, there's definitely styles of whether you like to play with long swords or play with, um, sledgehammers that came out weird. Um, and then <laughs> something way different. I thought you'd be like, uh, you can play with like, I mean, the game is mature. There's, there's butt some plugs or something. I don't know. Oh no. Not I don't even want to get into the spiked butt plugs of torture. Yeah, um, anyways, we don't have to get into that. Um, but it, it's, it's really cool. It's got a quest system too, where you can talk to this like wall face that gives you a quest to do something to just get extra skills and everything. Um, the way that the, uh, the rogue light aspects work is really nice because you progressively get levels as you kill monsters, get XP through floors and whatnot. Um, and you <laughs> going, I'm getting sidetracked. Oh my God. There's spiked butt plugs in the game, guys. Okay. There yeah. we go. We're good. Move on. Keep going. Anyway, I can't. Um, <laughs> but uh, also, so you get stats every time you level up, you get stats, um, you get gear that you can hold in your inventory, of course, equipped to your character. Um, but the way that the roguelite features come in is every time you die, you don't lose all of your stats. You you only lose some of your money that you can use at shops. You lose some of your stats, like a three levels worth or like two levels worth or something like that. Uh, and then you lose all the gear that you currently have equipped and or in your inventory. But the way that you keep gear is actually sending it down through shoots that are usually on each level that you can find to send your gear down to the first floor that you can use in later runs. Um, oh, and that's, that's what that's for. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's how you stay. Yeah, that's a good concept. I didn't know that. Yeah, um, and you actually don't lose all your progress. Um, but I, it, I, at first, I thought it made it the game like pretty easy and whatnot. But it actually, the first couple levels will be easy after you get like some good gear and some levels and some stats and some skills. You can also perma learn skills so you don't lose them. Um, but once you get to the higher levels, I, I still haven't made it past like floor eight. I think is the furthest I made it. Barely into it. Um, you still, you hit a wall real fast. Like it, the game catches up to you real fast and you'd be surprised like the, the skill gap between like just a few of the floors, but man, I've been having fun with it. I I've been playing it every other day, honestly, since I've got it and just been having such a blast with it. So Slasher's Keep cool. is amazing and it's worth the price. It's like $13.99. Nice. So I, I really don't think you can beat the price for a game with this much content. Hell yeah. Awesome. Um, okay. Uh, so Enigma, um, kind of shocked by this one, honestly. Um, but Phasmophobia, uh, why best indie game for Phasmophobia? Uh, I mean, it, it was, it was a toss up between Phasmophobia or, um, Among Us. I was thinking both of those were, were good options because they're just, they're ones that I had played recently and they were fresh in my mind. Uh, I hadn't really, again, like I said, I hadn't really played Hades. So it, it, I, Hades was in the in the toss-up of options, but you can come over to our side, man. We'll take you. <laughs> I, I just hadn't, I just hadn't had enough time with it at that point, you know. Yeah. So it, Phasmophobia, I thought was a good option, simply for the fact that it's, I, I'm pretty sure it's one dude. 
It, it was. It was, it was one guy. Game. Not anymore, but it is now. And it was one guy. Yeah, not 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 anymore. But at the time, it was one guy making the entire game. When I when it really caught caught on and, and started getting traction, you know, instead of doing what most people would do, where they would be like, "Oh shit, I just got a lot of fucking attention on my game. What the fuck do we do? What the fuck do we do? What the fuck do we do?" Right? He was like, "Okay, we got a lot of attention. Here's some updates that make the game better." Yeah. Right? Here, here, I'm fixing this. I'm fixing that. We're adding a fucking map. You know. It, it, he handled it extremely well for being one person and having that much I'm sure he shit attention. a brick. When he looked yeah. on those fucking Steam cells and be like, what the fuck happened? Yeah. Like, like I said, <laughs> hand, handling himself in, in such a, a, a way that like he really built a good community on top of Phasmophobia, and I, and I think he's going to continuously build on top of that game do, do to you, make it even better throughout the years. Question for it. Do you think that that game would, and this is the group, but do you think that that game would have been as popular as it was if it didn't come out around the Halloween season. I, I think, think it so. Been just as popular, I think yeah. it would have been fine. Yeah, okay. I don't think it would have started out as po- as as popular as it did. Honestly, it hit it hit the right means with like content creators, but I still think it would have eventually went and got picked up by the content creator circuit. Regardless, I think I think people were just looking for a horror game, so it was convenient. But I I almost guarantee it still would have caught fire. Well, there wasn't too many new released horror games at that time, so I think it was perfect. Well, there really wasn't for... really many games coming out at that time that were worth a lot of, you know, yeah. So I, I just, I'm wondering what the trajectory of this game is going to like. I, that's what I'm more interested in. Um, is like, well, we tra- said if, if he keeps up with these updates and as well as what I think he already stated that he will be doing is adding, um, character, uh, or people to be able to play the ghosts. Uh, I think yeah, that will yeah. actually really propel this game even further. Yeah, yeah I mean, we, we talked yeah. we talked about it on the podcast when we were when we went over Phasmophobia. I think that's yeah. what it needs is is a mm-hmm. uh, is a, a player controlled ghost to make it so that it's not as as uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, I think it's just repetitive, repetitive, or repetitive. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, and, and here's what I'll say about the game too. And and, and I guess I mean this. Well, this kind of moves to the next category. But um, you know, I, I think. Playing the game myself, like I, I played the game and I outside of like I was playing mostly outside of VR and it wasn't fun for me. I put my kid and my wife in it and played it in VR and I I enjoyed watching them do that because that experience of what they were seeing and, and playing. Then I played it in VR and I will only play that game in VR. In fact, I've actually actively said, hey, Scruffy, hey, Bun Buns, hey, whoever else, do you guys want to play Phasmophobia? I'll play in VR because it is adds a little bit more enjoyment it's to me, it's still one of those things, but like it adds more enjoyment and it's still formulaic, but I, I, I think it, it, it does experience. I think it's a better job. I, I definitely a better VR experience than it is. And you can tell the mm-hmm. game was built with that in mind, right? Like, um, with, with VR in mind. So, um, yeah. anyway, um, yeah. So moving on to best debut game, um, uh, obviously game that came out this year. So bill mortal shell. Another another Mortal Shell uh, nomination, and also debut is first game for the studio, the studio that that's produced right. yep, it. Yep. Studio that produced it. Sorry, my bad. Yeah, um, I went pretty well in depth on Mortal Shell earlier, um, but yeah, it was the studio's first uh, shot at a game. <clears throat> and as far as the Souls clones or Souls likes that have came out this year, not developed by like From Software or the team with Neo or anything like that. They they made a mark for themselves in my book, at the very least. I would like to see them go and continue with this style of game that they have made. I think Mortal Shell has a lot of potential. Um, 
the game was fun as hell. I thoroughly enjoyed both the regular playthrough that I did with it, and I also did a shellless run with it. Um, it it's just a really well-made game. It was a lot of fun. I never felt frustrated or anything like that with it, like I have with some of the other Souls likes, and I feel like that's kind of a hard spot to hit where your difficulty becomes unfair. And, uh, well, yeah. I, I mean, for them to take on the heavy, like, anybody to take on from software in that genre... I mean, it's it's a tall tall glass, right? Um, it is, and you know. they, like I said, they it's not it's not a from software quality game, but what really is that's their genre. They are the kings and will forever be that. But it's definitely a notable game for anybody that enjoys the souls. Like I think it's better than the Surge games. Personally, I think it's better than the oh, Lords yeah. of the Fallen games. Um, I I personally liked it significantly more than the other Souls like I played this year, Hellpoint. I yeah. think they did a much better job than what Hellpoint did. So I actually Hellpoint, like those were the two Hellpoint did editors. a lot of unique things of its own that I will commend them on, but mm -hmm. the game was just not in. I think they needed a few more months of development to uh, polish that game up. What killed that game for me was some balancing issues and bugs. Mortal Shell came out with zero of those issues i did not have a single major bug that broke my immersion the only bug that i can actually remember is a dude hitting me and i kind of was like dead angled to him and his character model went spaghetti armed for a second and then he snapped back into place and we were still fighting so so i need to i do need to stand in real quick and say um i apologize for at the very beginning of the show uh when we went over best game direction i actually I, for whatever reason, my mind went to Hellpoint when I was talking about it and some of the stuff that I, I made when you talked about Mortal Shell. Um, I just want to make that autocorrection. Like, before anybody comes in, there's like, uh, Sin was talking about Hellpoint and jumping and all this other kind of stuff and said he played Mortal Shell and hadn't. So I, I apologize <laughs> as as that, right? <laughs> but, I was curious about that. <laughs> um, anyway, sorry. So I just wanted to correct myself. Um, okay. No, I mean, I, when I, I, Bill, I, I watched you play Mortal Shell. Like I said, taking on someone like this, and especially because... Hellpoint took it on in a different direction, like you said, and and those other games take it and, and take on that the idea of of you know Dark Souls, but they go off in their own little tangent. This was very much like color palette, all of that stuff, like like it was like a Dark Souls style game to a T. And I think I think they they from what I've seen, they did a good job. And I I am actually very eager to play it when it comes to PC. Um, on yeah, like Steam. the world. <laughs> The color palette and stuff like that, yeah, it does have a very Souls-like feel, but once you get your hands on it, the way that they did the combat and the way that the different shells feel unique from each other, because um, obviously there's no traditional leveling. Each shell has, like, different perks that you can, like, purchase with the uh, XP points, but there's no, like, putting 25 points into strength to be able yeah. to use this. Every shell and every weapon are able to be used. It's just the combinations of those shells and weapons are where your, like, build, quote-unquote, comes in. But the combat just... It's got the right amount of weight and... Um, the right amount of weight and deliberateness to how the weapons behave that I feel is very, very good. And I feel like if... Um, what's that shitty game that you've been playing recently? Uh... <laughs> Wow. Godfall, you fucking dick. Yeah, I, I feel like if Godfall had more of that feel to it, it would be a lot better. And that's the only thing I'll say about that. I 
I think the Godfall formula could do with some Mortal Shell style combat play. No, I don't, it's, I, don't, I think I don't it's think that good, and I think yeah, they I would mesh very well together. Yeah. Um, Scruffy, uh, interesting choice here. Uh, Dead side. Um, yeah. You know. I, so um, now yeah. I don't know. This isn't the their first game. This is uh, made by Bad Pixel. Um, but this is their second game. But it came out um in 2020 and. Their launch was honestly great. It's uh, first of all, it's a survival, um, uh, similar to Daisy, um, but without the zombies. It's more like along. It's like I feel like a mix between like Escape from Tarkov and Daisy together, almost because you have uh, player AI um, scavs as well as players that you're going up against. Um, but it's a survival in the aspects that you you know loot, shoot, uh, build bases and stuff, which okay. Um, but the launch of this game was honestly really, really good. I was playing it the night that it launched, um, right before it actually launched, because I was able to get myself um, a key uh, from the devs themselves uh, to get in early access. Um, Hashtag not sponsored. Hashtag not sponsored. Just not sponsored. No, no, no. Just, just, uh, just to kind of get in and, and see what the game's like and everything. Um, but as I was streaming it, um, and I was live playing the game and up until it went down to actually launch and I got in right as it launched and they had like a spike of like 10,000 players at launch and nothing went down for them. It might've went down once if I remember, but other than that, it went right back up and it was smooth. There was uh, a lot of dedicated servers that were holding good player bases and everything. I think it was probably one of the best launchers. Um, and it's still fairly popular now, not as popular as it was, but it's still holding a, a pretty, pretty solid player base. Yeah. Um, so did they I, just have an update recently. Yes. Yeah. They, they did just have an update, um, where I think they added what well, I, I think they added, um, actual like base building. They took it out, I think, and then re-added it as it was kind of not working. Um, so I they know, had, I know, I know the brain's been playing a little bit recently too. Yeah. yeah and, um, they added, you know, scopes, uh, a lot of new guns, a lot of new zones and everything. Really want to jump back into it here soon. I was talking with Brain actually trying to jump back into it because um, it's looking really good. But, I mean, they, they've been a pretty sour. They've been pretty responsive with uh, with all their updates. And their plans for this game supposedly are, are pretty huge. Like, this map is supposed to be, if I'm not wrong, and I, I'm giving kind of a wild guess here, but at least two times the size of Trenaris. Hmm. And that's kind of scary to me, to be honest, because if, if you guys know Trenaris in Daisy, that's a big map. I, I don't know how big of a map it actually is, um, but it's really, really large. So I really hope they can pull it off well. They're Wait, definitely they want to make a map as big as Trenaris? Bigger. Size. Like two times, okay. I believe. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> maybe maybe not as much as two times but it's supposed to be huge um 19 okay. times the detail you you you, you i i i thought the only I, thing I, and I'm, I'm sorry i hate i hate to i hate to say anything bad say about this but the problem that i have with it yeah though the problem that i have with it is is like i i, I love how people are like man we've got to make huge fucking maps it took me I, literally I, I 40 minutes to walk from one end of Trenaris to the other that's and and as the game stands <laughs> like it's a pretty good sized map um so i i hope once they do, if they do, and they're going to continue with that, convert into this bigger sized map. Yeah. I hope they pull it off and do it at a good steady pace, releasing enough con- uh, enough of the map progressively, as well as adding good ways of transportation. Well, that, you know, just good 
ways to get cars because honestly that's my biggest problem with daisy is like it is a struggle to yeah. get a car well that, that's, that game, that, that's the thing about and again just like with mortal shell taking on you know the the dark souls formula you know dead side holy fuck man like you know there's daisy there's scum there's fucking rust there's you know i mean uh you know escape from tarkov there's all of these i mean this is a this is a fucking game genre that's you know been beaten to a dead horse um mm -hmm. and so to try to take it on and to at least and to have some semblance of success with it um, is, 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 is good in its own right. Like to not launch yeah. and be a complete shit show, right. Is impressive in its own right. So yeah. um, definitely. It, I mean, you've seen other games that of this genre that yeah. launched and were total flops. Oh, like, absolutely. Dude, they're it's, fucking good maybe survive it, it, it actually Didn't impressed me when, when you were playing it that first time, I, I think like what, four or five months ago, when, whenever you started playing it, April, it came out. Yeah. In April. yeah. It, it, when you started playing it, I would like, we were looking at like the developer and everything like that. And I was like, mm, this is fishy as shit, man. It's like, it's like a Russian mm -hmm. company and shit, but like <laughs> they, they released in a very good state. And it, it, it did bring me back. Like when I looked at that Russian title, I was like, ah, oh, shit, this is going to be another fucking, uh, you know, war Z bullshit that doesn't go yeah. anywhere, you know, but no, they've actually, they've actually done very well with it for sure. I bought yeah. war Z too. I'm sad about so that. Did I. <laughs> um, I'd actually be interested <laughs> yeah, in, in, I bought in... war Z twice. Ooh, I didn't do it twice. Uh, I would be interested in Dead Side. Again, because actually, I, you know, these are types of games that I do enjoy too. Um, and, and I and like I said, I'm, I'm happy that they're seeing it going somewhere and, and progressing more. So maybe something I jump into. I mean, um, you know, I think I think Tarkov is one of those ga games that's like up there. And obviously, that's not a debut game, but like, well, it will be whenever it comes out. But like, uh, that's, that's like one of the pinnacles in my mind of like doing something very, very cool and, and well, even though it's not a survival style game, like it's still different but anyway yeah um I, i'd be interested in jumping in um on there um cool so enigma outer worlds um this one kind of out of left field in in my opinion um with it uh so why outer worlds yeah i so i kind of i think i misunderstood what the debut game meant and i'm not sure you guys will have to let me know if i'm correct but like is it is it the first game that the company has made or is it like the first game of the series because that was my biggest I think, thing i like, think I think it's meant to be first game that a company's made. Yeah, uh, okay, I can well, tell. That's uh, probably. I can tell you. Hold on. I mean, it it still kind of works in in a way because it's the first actual like full RPG that they've made in a long time. I don't even know. Yeah, but, yeah. I can't. Find this I, 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 either way you, you, I, you can still go into yeah. it we, we don't give a shit we're, either we're way I, I liked it because uh, new, new when, independent when it studio released, it was what something it what's that it says, it says new independent studio is what the thing is but it's fine i mean technically they are a new independent studio so I mean, okay we'll, we'll, we'll go with it whatever either either way the way that i looked at it was like outer worlds released it was supposed to be just like this this bona fide fuck you to bethesda right and how it, it, it did succeed at that right they released a new franchise. They released a new IP. It did extremely fucking well when it came down to popularity. And, and I, I think that most of that had to do with the fact that they, people were lusting after a new, a new, uh, new Vegas. Right. But uh, I think that it, it set its own trend as being its own IP and it being its own thing completely outside of the realm of Bethesda and fallouts and fall new Vegas. I think they did an extremely good job with, making it its own thing, putting back the humor that's been lost from gaming for a while in most cases and kind of making another kooky, weird sci-fi 
first person shooter rpg right uh scruffy have you played yeah. this yeah I, I i played it very little i've watched more than i've actually oh, played it feels like it'd be something like right up here because you love fucking new vegas it is i i my computer couldn't run it very well unfortunately <laughs> okay well and, and the one thing that, that i did like about the whole game is that like like i said like people wanted it to be the next new vegas i think that it people were disappointed in it because it wasn't as new vegas as people were wanting it to be but i think that they did a very good job with making it its own thing yeah i think they branched out they kind of they kind of had their inside their minds they were like we need to we need to bring back what we did with new vegas but we need to make it its own thing and i think i mean it's hard to make it make another game you know like new vegas like it that's the standards for for new vegas are already set super high so to make this game like it enough is just enough for i'm glad you said new vegas because if you would have said the standards for fallout (laughs) extremely high no 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 new vegas (laughs) i would have laughed i would have done that that's fine (laughs) Uh, but yeah that that was my kind of reasoning behind it was just the like i I think that the new franchise they brought out was a debut of that franchise and it did extremely well for being pretty much their first big, like, M or their first big RPG in, in a long time. Also, by the way, five dollars get it through for five dollars through no. the uh, game uh, Xbox Game Pass. It's, it's yeah. absolutely worth it. Um, so, all right, uh, for mine, um, again, I think this may have been a shocker for a bunch of people, but I've actually chose Phasmophobia as much as I shat on that game. Um, uh i didn't shit on it i just don't think it's fun although like in being in in on in vr um i still think it's it's a phenomenal job for one i mean i I take in consideration debut game people have studio like these other games studios did these games right this is one fucking dude behind a computer right um and made something that just captured the world and there's not really that I know of a lot of stuff out there. I'm not gonna say there's nothing like it out there because there is, but like there's nothing, there's not a lot that is like this, right? It's just a cool concept. I mean, it's, it's a fucking cool idea, um, you know, and I think they did a good job. I mean, I, look, it, it is what like, I told about it in the, the one above it, but you know, hey, it's, it's a cool concept. It's a good thing. I hope he keeps updating it, you know, debut game. Congrats to you, man. And you made a shit ton of money and he hired some people keep fucking doing it make make the yeah. game better you know what i mean keep Solid. pushing it so yeah. yeah um not to speed this stuff up but i do i want if we go too long enigma is going to turn into a goddamn beast yeah, you guys have like, exactly two hours allotted and you're <laughs> coming pretty fucking close so you might you know <laughs> we gotta, we gotta let's, let's get it going boys. uh but uh okay so next category is best mobile game <laughs> um i'm just gonna lump well they were all three choices anyway but three choices here was uh or, or enigma scruffy and bill all said genshin impact um of course yeah you guys want to give me the, the collective only mobile like, game that i think is like not to sound elitist but an actual game like there's I very few that. games out there mobile wise that aren't just like they play themselves type things this like is something that actually feels like i'm taking mm-hmm. a fully fleshed out like open world rpg type thing and on the phone yes it's a bit grindy it still has those mobile game elements with the gotcha system and once you hit end game or hit like a grind point it just does kind of become like a similar repetitive nature but it's really good regardless you, you, you know the, the thing that i had when it when it came down to that was like i think the reason why 
and you can correct me if I'm wrong for you, but like the the way the reason why I stopped playing it as much was just because I put so many hours into it. And I think I, I heavy burn myself. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the thing the thing with me is, is like looking at that game, I think it was meant to be consumed as a mobile game. It wasn't meant to be consumed as like a, a standalone, even though it, it's, it's production quality it is is worth the standalone game. I think that in reality, the gameplay loop for that was meant to be consumed as a mobile game in small little. It, it was chunks. it was consumed. It was created to be consumed as an as an uh, Eastern style. Yeah. game. I mean, that's exactly what it is. Yeah, that's that's what it was mm-hmm. made for. Um, you know, uh, yeah. But hey, I, I, I can I completely agree money. With what, <laughs> I, I completely agree with what you just said. Like the, the reason why I I personally voted for it was simply due to the fact that it's the only mobile game that i feel is worth the title of an actual fucking video game not just like some dinky little bullshit item that i play while i'm taking a shit yeah and i only, <laughs> I only did play it on pc um but yeah. i got like a lot of enjoyment out of it honestly um, just being like my favorite aspect was just the exploration alone because i'm a huge fan of just exploring and finding secrets and just you know going around this awesome world i mean and the world is just beautiful i'm i'll tell the you the world what, built is really good and oh it's actually gosh. got a really good narrative yeah hey, hey, just, what, one thing one thing that i want really quickly and and uh and sin hmm? can, can can you can you tell me if it is or is not a clone of breath of the wild it's not a clone of breath of the wild get the fuck out of here go away um, it, <laughs> um not only that uh is the soundtrack as well the soundtrack is just beautiful in that game. Soundtrack was good. So yeah, was everything combined together to make that game uh, on PC alone, my experience, awesome. The fact that it's also available for mobile being exactly everything you get there is the same. I think that's, it takes it. I mean, that's I, sweet. The only thing I'll, I'll say about, I wish, I wish the end game was better. And I, um, like of what the end game was supposed to be. Because again, I've not gotten in game because I stopped playing it. But I I've seen what the end game is watching multiple streamers and content creators and YouTube videos and things like that. I just wish the end game was better. And I and I wish that it was I and it's the same thing with Marvel. I want fucking reasons to play with my friends. Like I need the multiplayer stuff to be better. Like that game would have me hooked if it was for multi if the multiplayer stuff was a lot. Oh, a hundred percent. You know, Mm -hmm. um on there. So uh yeah. Um and they're making fucking like what they they've made millions millions upon millions upon millions upon millions almost like a billion dollars so far some shit i I, I think that they they took 27 million or something like that to make the game they broke they had that paid off in the first week yeah Yeah. they've made a hundred million dollars in the first week they've made 600 million dollars they make six million dollars a day it's fucking nuts estimated yeah estimated six million dollars a day which just keep in mind by the way for for a game which for a gotcha game that's nothing like that's actually very low like comparable to other games like PUBG rap brings in like 30 million dollars a day which is fucking nuts to me like it's nuts that it brings in that much money i didn't realize PUBG. that game was still like fuck alive. yeah dude dude eastern games like that are, i mean i know PUBG's not eastern but like those type of games do they make call of duty brings in mobile brings in a shit ton of money a day um, all right boys cyberpunk, cyberpunk call hey i got name. it all right cool Let's... um so for me my my choice was rain shadow no, i'm just kidding um, my choice <laughs> was, <laughs> was waiting for that. I was wondering what you were doing. <laughs> I'm waiting. Yeah, absolutely. Holy um, shit. Um, what? Sorry, I didn't. PUBG numbers. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. Um, 
So my game is actually Among Us. Um, and I I'll give you Genshin Impact is like a, the most real ass real video game that is on a phone. Um, but I think Among Us, um, for a game that was developed a long time ago, but like is a game that is so easily accessible, has taken over whatever else, not only necessarily on the on the PC side, but like my, me and my kids and my family will hop on our hop on our stuff and play Among Us, right? Um, you know, with our phones. And in a world like today, especially with like COVID and things like that, the ability to be able to have that just instant drop yeah. in, drop out, like, mm -hmm. and it's free on phones and it really is a great, I mean, it really is a very fun game, like a party game, you know, family game. It's, it's just great. Like Among Us, um, I don't think I need to explain it very much. Like it's just a, it's just a really fun, like social experiment. And as long as you don't get fucking butt hurt <laughs> over stuff, then, and you know, get, take it too seriously. It's a great game. Like, right. hundred percent. Um, completely agree. Yeah. I, I, that's, that's one of the things like, especially the, the, the fact that it's free on mobile, that's, that's, that's a game changer right there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's cross platform between the two. So, yeah. um, okay. So, uh, best community support. Um, just so everyone knows community support is basically what it stands for, but transparency, responsiveness, um, social media activity, um, and game updates slash patches. Um, so I'm going to, like I said, I'm not pushing everybody, but I'm going to kind of, we're going to burn through these a little bit on the more quicker side, but, um, Bill, Animal Crossing, what, what about, what about Animal Crossing? Yeah, when COVID hit real hot and heavy, this game brought the world together. And even if it doesn't like maintain that, I think what it did for 2020 during that, like real crunch time quarantine period initially. I, I think it's worthy of the spot just based on that alone. Cool. No, didn't I, bring me together. I, I didn't, didn't find, fucking buy a goddamn switch because they were all fucking out of stock. I didn't want to buy a switch and could care less about bells or or whatever the fuck you <laughs> sell in this game. <laughs> so, um, uh, cool. Uh, Scruffy, Terraria Journey's End. Actually, I, yeah. I I was this was one of the ones. Even though I can't stand Terraria, this was one of the ones I actually was going to put on my list. Oh wow, surprising. Um. But yeah, well, my, mean, my my ten year old kid loves it, and so do you. So I figured it's you know same mentality. It's, you know. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, a little bit more mature, um, but Not you know, that much <laughs> more than you. Anyways, uh, <laughs> Terraria Journey's End. Uh, this was their final update, so they came out years ago. But this was the end all, you know, update of the game, supposedly, allegedly. Um, but same with Bill. Um, honestly, this came out not too long after COVID, I believe in April it came out. Um, so that was like kind of the beginning of COVID. They actually pushed it to come out sooner um, and then split it up into two parts just uh, so people can get that, that uh, you know, entertainment from it while everything goes down. Um, but the community support with this game for years has been endless and amazing. They've what, always been Jer so good with... Mm -hmm. Journey's in was supposed to be the end, but they're actually doing more now, right? Like aren't they're they? doing more. They lied. <laughs> they're like, we just can't stop. I wish Terraria is going to be the next Final Fantasy. It's going to just continue on and on and on Maybe. and on. Maybe, but um, yeah. Real quick, they've they've done great. They've always responded to their community, especially on like Twitter. They're always having fun with people. I think it's just been an awesome, uh, awesome dev team. Really, really been good. This Relax. is the only game out there that I have the, I have my point, my channel points to where you can choose a game for me to play. This is the only game out there that I'm terrified of because I hate this fucking game. Like I, I just you play I, it okay, so I, wrong. I just don't like, yeah, I don't like the mechanics. I don't, I don't hate the game. I just don't like, I don't enjoy playing it, but it terrifies the shit okay. out of me. But you're right, dude, my, my kid was amped for Journey's End. Like dude, it, amped for Journey's End. I've, I've been so excited for it. More than you'll ever have, yeah. Jake. Don't worry. 
<laughs> so is it is it is, is it excited as I am for Cyberpunk to be playing again? In, yeah. Um, right now. Uh, what do you want to be doing? Play, <laughs> cybering his punk. Um. So. Yeah, uh, No Man's Sky, Enigma, best community sport. I think we pretty much touched on it. Before, yeah, I mean, but... I mean, it, I, th I think we've already touched on it, right? Yeah. Like they, from the start when they released, they went they went radio silent for pretty much six months, and then ever since then, it's just been transparency, openness about the developments and, and feedback from their player base, and they've they've been accepting every every ounce of feedback from their player base and, and doing their best to make the game what it is today. So, yeah. Like I said, I think we talked about it earlier. Um, mine uh, is Dead Cells. Um, and so, yeah, I, I, it's obviously, it's on my wall for a fucking reason, guys. Like, I've talked about Dead Cells in so many facets and so many different situations. Um, but this is a game that they dropped, they dropped three new updates this year alone, and they're about to drop their fourth coming up. Um, so... Uh, and it's just one of those things where they're just constantly doing things. They're constantly talking to their community. They're constantly, you know, in, I'm inside their discord. I'm in their forums um, and like Reddit posts and on their socials. And they're just constantly doing things and talking about things and adding new shit and tweaking it. And every time you sign in, it's some new addition that adds onto the game. Um, it, it really is great. I mean, they just do a phenomenal job. So, so Dead Cells is, is my pick there um, for sure. And again, literally, I'm not kidding you, buy this game on every platform. It's a great Switch game. It's a great fucking console game. It's a great PC game. If it's on mobile, buy it on mobile. Like, it's a great game. It really is. Like, yeah. So, um, moving on. Best VR game. I th I think we can... Well, okay. What is... Dreams. What is Dreams, Bill? Uh, so, it's PlayStation VR, um, and it's that uh, game designer game where you can, like go in develop oh, like right. yeah. build, build up a like basically build a game from like the ground up um is that only and they VR? added v or no they huh? added they added vr okay yeah, yeah they added vr this year um to it and it honestly i feel like i don't feel like it was worth playing like pre-vr but i feel like actually being able to like vr get in there really get down to the nitty-gritty on that like game design yeah. type stuff i i think it takes it to the next level in a way that a lot of vr games don't like even with like i know uo3 all said boneworks and boneworks is very innovative in similar ways with the way that it manipulates the vr to... spoilers <laughs> damn bro <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I think it, I think it does similar things to that, but in a different direction. Plus those games that some people make some really fucking wicked shit. Like there's a, uh, there's an avatar, the last airbender game that somebody made in dreams that like takes the very first episode and turns it into a game. And it's really, really well done. What, what, like what? the stuff people can do are wild. Until you told, until you started explaining what dreams was, it, it completely skipped my mind of what that game was. And then it reminded me of like, I think, Same. I think that game doesn't get enough credit for what it does because it came out and it then just kind of like went off in its own thing. Um, you know, because I now looking like you talking about makes me realize like some of the games I have seen that people do in that and the creativity that mm -hmm. people have done. And it really is like, very impressive so i i i know for a fact that they're recently i was looking at one they're trying to bring in the rule set for 5e dmd and make a that'd be awesome like 3d dmd game that you can completely customize that, that would be, be dope um 
Yeah, that would be great. That would be great. I um, thought you were just talking about dreaming, to be honest, Bill. No, I was like, the, that's, I guess that's the dreaming boys. <laughs> the only downside to it is it's PlayStation yeah. VR exclusive, but Maybe we'll I get still it on PC. think it's definitely worth mentioning in that in that vein. Well, so Steam, Steam supposedly is supposed to be allowing, quote unquote, I don't know if it's true or not. Um, is Scruffy's camera going to shit for everybody else too, or is it just me? <laughs> Everybody's camera's going to shoot. Right yeah, I'm oh. gonna say everyone is this. Oh, mine, 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 mine and Bill look it, great. You Discord's like time pooping. All right. Anyway, um, is supposedly Steam is gonna allow PSVR on their Steam stuff as a compatible headset. I don't know how it's gonna work. I don't know. I'm just saying, maybe happening. Maybe we get dreams. Maybe we get dreams. Sony's probably not gonna so, allow that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, but uh, so we all did pick Boneworks. Um, one on one. Sorry real quick, for the spoilers. Thanks, Bill. Yeah. One quick thing I will say. <laughs> and I have, I, I really have said this, and I think especially Bill's channel will uh, miss. I really need Dead by Daylight to make a fucking VR version. Like, please let let that, like, please put that in the works to be like. I know your game's jank, and there's some fucked up issues, and there's a lot of crap that goes on with like Dead by Daylight that's already janky enough. But I would love to do that game in VR. That would be fucking it. great. I don't Neither care, I. Scruffy. I don't give a shit. <laughs> um. Anyway, uh, so we picked Boneworks. I think we can all. I, I can pretty much sum this up by just. I'll let it, you do it. It's, it's a, again, I've said it before. It's a game that you literally, they just tell tell you, exist in the world, go, solve it, play it, be in it, do it, fucking whatever you want. Like, and the, sh the, the literal shenanigans that happen and just the humor. I spent fucking how long in that stupid gift store buying you guys fucking items? That was just fucking, it's, a, it's the dumbest thing, right? But, but then like you hop behind the counter and there's a box that's like a tucked away present that you find and you grab the box and you open the box, like bash the box open and it's a fucking brick. <laughs> like I don't know they just that was my present yes that was your present we still have that brick by the way no I think I got rid of that's, that brick that's one, one of the best too, weapons is uh the devs of that game are fantastic stress level zero is is amazing and if you guys don't know them previously from their YouTube channel that they still do I've watched their YouTube know, yeah um it, they do amazing content they're super passionate about their games um so I would definitely check them out they, and they're sweet and there's a zombie mode a horde mode and there, there's like a bunch mm -hmm. of mods that are open for that game too. Like it's, 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 it's like, like I, like I said earlier, the one thing that just, the, the one thing that made me want to pick that this game is the the best VR game is it, it just comes down to the the whole being able to shift your hand across the entire fucking weapon, like the the weight system that it has, where yeah, you can like. Shifting your hand across that crowbar. Yeah, yeah, you know, you know. Yeah, it Billy. slips. Yeah, drag. Yeah. <laughs> you well, know, boo boo. Well, it's just, but yeah, no, it, it's just one of those things where I was like, damn, that that's like, that's like twenty years in the future, and, and they, we have it in a game now. It, it, yeah. like, and also, like the thing too, which um, it doesn't do it all the way. It doesn't recognize arm, obviously, because I don't have any way of like doing a VR arm unless I have a suit. But if I pick up a box and it has like a crate and it's got a hole in it. I can take my hand and I can go just, and, and if I, if I don't do it right, like if I don't, you know, you know whatever my finger, if I, I can go right through it and then it will sit on my wrist. Like to me, that's just like, right. That's just like one of those things of being like, on, I'm in a video game. This is, shouldn't be happening, but it is. And like, I can do it. Like it's the, cool. The, the other one that really solidified it was me watching you. I think it was last night where you put a fucking trash can over <laughs> yourself and it was blocking the yeah. attacks. Yeah. <laughs> it was great. dude. It, yeah. It's just, like I said, it, Honest to God, if you buy a VR and you can play on PC, you need to buy Boneworks. It's $25. It's worth every fucking penny that it is. It it's will, insane, it'll take you a little bit of time. It took me some moments. I do recommend playing it seated first so you can get used to the motion and then do standing because otherwise I got motion sick like a motherfucker. Um, 
but uh, now I don't like playing it standing. It's great. You need to play it. It's awesome. Um, next game is innovation in accessibility. And so what this is, is basically exactly what it sounds, you know, finding a way of meeting and forward, adding, you know, new features that push the boundaries when it comes to technology and helping games um, being played and enjoyed in a wider audience. Um, I'm really interested in this one too, Bill. So Phoenix Rising, what 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 is in Phoenix yeah, I, Rising? I didn't understand that, this one. Yeah, what, what is? I, I mean, that's an immortal Phoenix Rising, the, right? Like the the uh, wider audience aspect of it. I I know why you guys picked Grounded, and I don't 100 percent agree with it. But um, wow, why to spoil it again? again, bro? <laughs> what is with you and your fucking two. spoilers, man? <laughs> oh man, I mean. Um, no, the reason I picked Phoenix, uh, Immortals Phoenix Rising is because that game launched on every single console possible. And I think it's on PC as well. So you took accessibility as being like being able, anybody having access to be able it's, to play. It's it. on fucking Google Stadia. It's on the old gen. It's so on new gen. Cyberpunk. And it launched perfectly. There was not a single issue with that game's launch. It is one of the most stable games okay. ubisoft has ever point, you, you, you put want, out you want to know why that's the case why because it was drawn directly out of assassin's creed odyssey it's literally assassin's creed odyssey they they made a small like basic game basic bitch game out of assassin's creed odyssey and they were like fuck it we can sell that <laughs> i don't believe you in that regard it is? from what i've seen of the game no, no, nothing of that game besides the like setting itself says assassin's creed Odyssey. the the movement the climbing the parkour the way that the person attacks the bow attacks every animation is directly out of assassin's creed odyssey well, isn't, isn't it i would have to see a side by side i i'm not saying you're wrong i just i haven't seen it isn't it pitched as like zelda meets assassin's creed like isn't that what it's it's, kind it, of it's like says. fable meets zelda meets assassin's creed yeah is what they're they're pitching it as the, the game I've, i see, i see more of a zelda and uh fable twist to it than i do assassin's creed just by the way the world's built the puzzles are built the monsters and all that stuff it it yeah. strikes me more in that vein than it does assassin's creed but i'll have to go and look at the uh the animations and stuff like that Okay, for my own edification or just like sanity, does it at least do like something in the 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 vein of like colorblind mode or whatever? Like, does it have any of that stuff? Anybody know? Uh, Can I play with my feet or something? Like, <laughs> I'm actually gonna change my answer. You can't. It's no, already no. It's too late, bro. <laughs> mm -mm. I'm I'm gonna change it because honestly, I only went with that that vote because it was the popular opinion, and I had no other idea of what made innovations of accessibility hold on it, wait okay hold, well hold on one second before you go and change your vote uh, let, let, let me let me and Enigma explain why we okay, chose this so 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 yeah so you can explain yeah yes yes so it has a audio slider that allows you to zone in on the different audio later layers within like the audio design so you can zone in on voice you can zone in on like environmental you can zone in on enemy noises stuff like that so it lets you like determine what is most important for you to listen to as in like a a volume slider like i could just turn off voices 
like in other no what no no like like I, like I don't know what it means. A bit more in depth. Yeah, it's a, hey, like, I don't know. the way the way they're explaining it is more in depth than that. Um, okay. So I'm actually gonna go next uh, because I'm actually changing my answer to Minecraft as uh, it was pointed out in chat by a nice dog. This totally skipped my mind. I totally forgot Minecraft even did this. Uh, they actually made it accessible for a deaf audience. They oh. added closed captions to the game. Uh, which are also direction-based. So it will tell you what direction these uh, sounds are coming from down to any sound in the game. They added closed captions for every single sound in the game, uh, as far as I know. And, uh, I mean, just simply, that's that's awesome. That that really widens the range of, you know, for, for a deaf audience to play that game. So I just and they added ray tracing. Them. And, and honestly, I, I think that's, to me, more important than what Grounded did. But Grounded taking it to use in awesome stuff too there you go yeah so um yeah i think grounded just um did so uh, it's a game about being in a bug world right um and if you have arachnophobia or you have like fear of spiders or bugs or anything of that nature you can't play this game but it's a really cool like little survival game um and it, it's different in my mind like the thought to pop in to go I'm going to make a, a feature that allows people that are deathly afraid of spiders to still play my game. Like that to me is just, I don't know. It's, it's, it's weird. Like it just, it's, it's so next level of thinking when it comes to that, like every game is like, okay, cool. Colorblind mode or whatever. Right. Like this to me is just like, I'm thinking about an audience that would not even be able to touch this game, but I want them to be able to do it and play it. Like that's fucking cool to me. Um, you know. It is cool. I wish they would have done it better. Is my only issue with that. How did choice. they play like, it out? I don't actually know what they did. It literally low reses the spider. Yeah. It takes legs away it from the spider, and like yeah. by yeah by end, if you like turn it all the way, like the arachnophobia meter all the way to the, it's just two orbs approaching you. No legs, no nothing. Yeah, so but that's still. I mean, it's not saying it's great. I'm just it's, saying it's censors it in a way. But I, I, I see what you're saying. Bill. I, I I would also say like that's not the only reason why. I initially gave grounded this. They actually do have more than just the arachnophobia yeah, yeah. fucking thing. They have the colorblind mode. They have a larger text for the UI and and this and everything oh, boy, on the screen. Would I want more colorblind modes? They have a readme where you can when it's enabled, the game will narrate around allowed te uh, text for anything on the content on the screen mm -hmm. elements. Um, they're subtitles, also text to speech for chats, everything. They've they've got a lot of accessibility they options. They also are one of the only games that have uh, was developed and in in the control scheme is actually built for people that are paralyzed from the neck down. Like it, it has a full fledged control feature that you're able to turn on and toggle for uh, Microsoft's. Like they have their in in, in uh, yeah the pad, accessibility the controller, pad. but then they also have an adapt adaption that works just with like. Uh, controls via like your chin or, or you know whatnot for paraplegics and it's it's built into the game like it's not something you have to add in extra like that's cool so that's, that's cool. pretty cool i'll take that one yeah. <laughs> now you feel kind of bad don't you Dick. i do feel bad <laughs> you should feel bad not only for that but for spoiling the last oh, two fucking God. categories right can yeah. you do it for a third time no because Did i'm not going to just give away Rising the entire fucking also thing has right? also has subtitles that you can put a black box behind <laughs> to make it easier to read. <laughs> oh my god. god. Okay. Well it, done. It, well it, done, it Ubisoft. Also, it also has a start button functionality, which is great. You can play the game. All right. Um, so moving on to best action game, 
I'm gonna go first so this way it doesn't get ruined by Bill. Uh, so <laughs> my, 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 you said Hades. Why'd you say Hades? Motherfucker. <laughs> My best action game uh, is we're Hades. Degrading. Um, we're slowly degrading. Yeah, we're just going in slowly because we're, we're past our time. We, we you know, we're like <laughs> we're like gremlins, bro. You can't go past a certain yeah. time before we start right. transforming. Um, best oh, action so, game. So much to do. Um, no, we're gonna burn through these. Hades. Uh, I've explained it enough, guys. Go play game Hades. It's an amazing indie game. It's an amazing roguelike. It's an amazing action game. Um, it's it's phenomenal. Uh, Enigma, Monster Hunter, Iceborne, Monster Hunter World, Iceborne. Yeah, man. Monster Underworld. Like, like, do I even need to say anything more, man? Do I, do I even need to say anything more? Like, it, it is an essential, in the essential, like, bare bones of the fucking game, it's an action fighting. You know, it's not a fighting game. We'll, we'll, we'll not push it that far, but it is an essentially action. an action RPG monster hunting game like they, Wait, they, they, it's in the, it's did, the entire fucking basis of it did iceborne come out this year or did it not come out iceborne did come out this year yes okay well came, i know it came out of pc for sure this year i yes, just didn't yeah. know if it came out to but uh yeah no it, it's it's the it's the epitome of of action to me like that when i think of action in action game i go to iceborne or, or monster hunter world in okay. general so it came out personally. september 16th 2019 for console and, whatever and I'm I'm just correcting chat some people in chat and PC this year. So I'm okay yeah. with allowing it to slide. We've let other stuff slide. I'm okay with letting that slide on this yeah. in, in this front. Like I, I'm I mean we had an early access fucking game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. No, we I'm had good. Among Us, which came out three years ago. That was good. Yeah, now yeah, exactly. popularity. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. It's good. Um This so, is why we're the real game awards. Right. <laughs> uh so credit to where credit is due yeah and also too they update the shit they do so many fucking things with yeah. monster hunter world like cross collabs cross things they did something with fucking final fantasy like uh four, four, uh, four or 15 whatever else with noctis and the and, and like yeah it's it's nuts dude they're you know it's crazy what they do um uh, yeah and they're making a goddamn movie like for fuck's sake like oh yeah um yeah don't 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 get me started on the movie hey man yeah, i heard the movie's supposed good. to be really good i heard it's supposed to be good no it's not it's, it's got it's, it's got me a yoga it's, anyway. it's it's already, it's already out it's bad um uh so did you watch it Sc no it's not out yet <laughs> scruffy uh came out with gunfire reborn yeah uh awesome awesome roguelike uh roguelite game just to hit it fast it's a fps roguelite game um it's got awesome characters it's got a lot of it, it, the gunplay in the game is actually a lot of fun um i've enjoyed it a lot it's got a lot of replayability um and it's i don't know it's just a fun action game i've played through it many times beat it a couple times and it doesn't really get stale yeah it's it's, um, a, it's a co-op it's a co-op roguelike shooter um first person yeah. shooter game um yeah. where there's a lot of, of those arcade games that i watch you guys play that i'm like that, that seems like a fun game but i'm never willing to it, actually buy it because yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't know if it's something that i would like <laughs> it's a good price though honestly yeah. i think it's still like 12.99 or something like that well, that and they're up they're updating it constantly too they're bringing out new stuff or whatever mm -hmm. else it, there are some bugs that are stuff. still in the big game, updates um but i think it's still early access if i'm not mistaken um i don't think it's yeah i think, it's full I, I think it is or, um, I, no i don't think it is did it go full? i think i checked oh um and bill took uh said crash bandicoot um was his game we're gonna move on because he doesn't get a chance to talk about what no, just, just going <laughs> why, why crash bandicoot i just think it's a return to no, form for action access. platformers and it's a, an extremely well-made return to form for action platformers and 
yeah, I just I want this was a genre that I grew up with. There might be some nostalgia factor there, but oh, no, Crash they awesome. they they nailed the old school Crash Bandicoot feel from like the difficulty of it to how like the world is and they the new playable characters that they added and I feel like it's a good evolution of that formula and I feel like it deserves it. Yeah. All right. I, <clears throat> dude, Crash has been in my D has been like I said, I grew up with Crash. Um yeah. and in fact whenever that game came the Crash trilogy went on sale uh during one of those sales, I picked it up because I was just like I don't yeah. know if I'm ever gonna play it again, but I need to own it because it's just I remember I remember playing it on the on the uh, I believe it was the sixty four N sixty four. Okay, get the fuck out. You're not allowed. You're not allowed to talk anymore. No, it wasn't the goddamn N64. It was a PlayStation exclusive, bro. It was a Sony exclusive. Oh, it was PlayStation. Yeah, it might have been the PlayStation then. Fucking PlayStation. I can't remember, dude. I, I had an N64, and then like PlayStation was the first actual like console other than the the hand me down N64 that my brother had, and the hand me down Atari that I had. So give me a fucking break. <laughs> Damn. Um. Okay. Uh. Best action adventure game. Um. So, uh, Bill, Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah, uh, just for all the reasons that Enigma has mentioned prior, it really does a good job of the world building, the immersion, and then the combat on top of it, I feel. is It just all brings together that true-to-form experience that they were wanting to go for. Cool. I, I, To me, this was one of those things where it's like action game, action-adventure game, like... You know, because action adventure is around like the like action game is more like the platformer kind of whatever else. No. And action adventure game is more like the, you know, puzzle solving um, traversal. So like that. and I and um, I'm going to I'm going to go mine real quick because I went to or in the in the will of the wisp, because even though it's still a action platforming game, still like the combat system was so well done, um, you know, again, just like. The puzzles in that game are and like the way you have to use abilities and use different abilities at different times. And in the first one, like, because I know this is something me and Bill actually talked about and kind of went back and forth a little bit on was like in the first one, it was very reliant on like certain abilities at certain times. And that was it. And you had to use these abilities. You got pigeonholed or like um, in this stuff. And this one, it doesn't really do that. Like you can really solve these puzzles and do stuff in a very different way, which was great. Um, and whatnot. Um, I actually was going to pick fucking, uh, Assassin's Creed, and I, the only reason I'm mentioning this, and we haven't known is any other game, any other genre, but the only reason I'm saying no to Assassin's Creed is because fuck the stupid goddamn Abstergo bullshit. That game, that Abstergo shit, and all of that crap ruins that fucking game. Just so I'm saying, it ruins the puzzle solving of that game. Everything else about that game is was great. That game fucking blows when it comes to Abstergo shit. Sorry. Yeah. Um. Uh. So Genshin Impact for Struffy. Oh yeah, definitely. Um. Like I already stated, I, I love exploration, uh, and my favorite thing to do is finding secrets, and that comes through exploration, and that game definitely filled my, my secret hole. Uh, <laughs> really? What did you just what? say? What are you doing with that game? And where is your phone at right now? <laughs> I can't. I actually don't know where my mind is. I bought a copy to play, and I bought a copy to put inside me. <laughs> I, I, I had many words that I was trying to say, and that's not the combination of oh, words that I wanted. It came out real weird. <laughs> you have a very Maybe different not. relationship with Genshin Impact <laughs> anyway, than the rest of us do, bud. Any, anyways, um, it's got good exploration. It's, yeah, it's in, I'm just going to move on. Apparently, it's explored the inside of your butthole. So. <laughs> my goodness. Um, okay, so Enigma, <laughs> why Spider-Man Miles Morales? I haven't played it. I've I've watched it mostly on because again, obviously, I'm not going to buy a PlayStation. But uh, 
I think they did a really good job with it. It it, it kind of coattails with the the last Spider Man as well. That's, I mean, it's it's an adventure game. You, you've got so what the fuck are you doing? Trying to get the phone. Out yeah, of trying to get his phone. Yeah, he's trying to dig his phone out of his butt. Goodness gracious. <laughs> So yeah, no, it's 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 an adventure game at heart. I think it's got collectibles with the with the different Spider-Man uh, costumes and everything like that. I I think it just to me, I think it deserves that for sure. Mm-hmm. Even though I don't think it's a PS5 exclusive, but we won't get it, into that. It is the spider. The original Spider-Man game was a phenomenal fucking game. Yeah, and this game is more of that. Um. And honestly, what I think takes it to the, the next level for this game is the movement of Miles Morales himself. Like, I, I don't yeah. personally like the story plotline that they went and some of, like, the in-your-face bullshit. I don't know, man. There's, some, there's just some, certain things that, like, when you go off of, like, the storyline that Spider-Man, the original one, did, like, though it's, your typ- it's a typical storyline, but, like, the way it was told, the way they did it, it was done, and like all of the story beats just hit so fucking well. This this one just feels like more of the same. Like it was just like they did more of that same style. But we we talked we talked about it when we were talking about the PlayStation Five. I think right. I think majorly it was supposed to be a especially expensive yeah, for DLC, the original yeah, yeah. game. And they and they were just like, well, we don't really have that much going on for the PlayStation Five, so just make it a fucking right. PlayStation Five game. But the the movement of like how Miles like moves in that world and whatever else is just i don't know it, it is it's a yeah, it's a beautiful it's, fucking it's thing. very gorgeous it really like good. the, the yeah. actual movement system and everything like that it's it's a, it's amazing yep yep um i didn't leave anybody okay cool best rpg um demons well this is no shocker demon souls for for uh <laughs> for for bill bill why do you like demon souls so much uh i it's it's uh it's a new new game type that I've never played before, but the footage <laughs> just looks amazing. Yeah. Um. So, Demon Souls is probably the most ambitious of the From Software catalog. Believe it or not. Um. There's a lot of things that that game did better than any of the other ones, and the only thing that was holding it back was the archaic uh, control scheme. With that being fixed, the audio being upped, it using DualSense and all of that stuff with the PS5, it's just an amazing RPG immersion experience. The mechanics, like it's standard Souls-like RPG elements, but the way the world adapts to you. So the thing that this, one of the things that this game does that is different. So the uh, the worlds are based up into levels, and if you die. In human form, so with like with most Souls games, you have your like undead form and then your human form. If you go in and you die in human form, the game actually gets harder as a fuck you. And if you beat a boss, it gets easier. So it's kind of like ebb and flow on do I want to go human form and get a 50% health boost and try to push through this next boss? Or am I like, am I willing to risk that? bonus to my stats to be able to beat this but if i die the game is going to get harder around me i i just think that's a really neat did you ever play the demon souls does that none of the other souls likes do did you ever play kingsfield no that's from software that that's the spiritual i i I know i know what it is yeah yeah. i've never played it i'd be interested for you to see that also too real just quick knowledge you know that from software's other game other than kingsfield armored core 
Yeah, yeah, I, I, I did know that one. That's, such a different like wild, deviation. Dude. It was like Kingsfield Armor Corps, then Souls. Uh, anyway, um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I, I think I, I think De Demon Souls is one of those things where I'm like, if I ever, 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 ever have the opportunity to buy a PlayStation Five or, or like play a PlayStation Five on the cheap or whatever else, I will revisit Demon Souls. I played Demon Souls way back in the day. I beat Demon Souls way back in the day. Um, but I, it, it's a beautiful, it, what they've done with this one is fucking gorgeous. Like at least from, from an art perspective, it's fucking gorgeous. So, um, so outer worlds for Scruffy. Yeah. Um, I mean, pretty much hidden on what, uh, Enigma was talking about before they, they obsidian did an amazing job with, uh, with this game. They really throw, uh, good nods to kind of what, um, New Vegas was. Uh, just with the humor um, and everything, they brought it back perfectly. Uh, you know, the characters and everything are really cool. Um, I mean, I didn't personally play this game, but I have seen much on it. I've watched a lot of playthroughs um, of different parts and, you know, streams of it. Um, I just think it's a really well-made RPG. And I'm definitely excited, to, once I can, to uh, jump into it myself fully. Because um, I will be eventually playing through all of it myself. That'll be a lot of fun, I think. Nice. Um, but got to give... Uh, Big shout outs to Obsidian for that one. Um, Ghost of Tsushima for Enigma. I mean, I, I think I pretty much hammered it in pretty, pretty hard throughout the. Yeah. yeah. We, I don't think I've talked game. about that tonight. Yeah, guys. Real small yeah. developer. Let me, let me just take like game. five minutes. No, no, it, it's 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 it says all, everything for itself, right? Like the the combination of the the narrative, the combination of the art style, the combination of the mechanics that they have inside of it, including the actual fucking rpg mechanics i found were enjoyable I, that's, that's really all i can yep. say about it that i haven't already said about it um so for me uh boulders gate 3 um and again very early access game yeah, right or whatever else but in my mind out of all of these games that are here yeah th huh that uh, no, was i was oh. agreeing with you yeah. oh out of all of these games that are here this is a true to the to the T of what RPG means in my old school mentality of looking at it, this is a true RPG. Not well, Outer Worlds too, but like this is that. I mean, this is your game, your choices, your decisions. It's it's Dungeons and fucking Dragons. Dungeons and Dragons is the OG fucking RPG, you know, and, and that's what this is. And I, I'm telling you, like, it's expensive. It's sixty dollars to get into, but if you are a fan of fucking uh, weird glitches, watching a game being developed, but a studio that is going to stick with it and make this game fucking great. Um, and you're a fan of D and D, you need to play this game. Like you, you can yeet someone off the top of a fucking building, and, and Enigma knows that firsthand. Like fucking Tony, if you're out there, you piece of shit. <laughs> you yeeted him right off the building. It's great. Um, but it is truly a phenomenal experience, and I recommend uh playing it. Um, and and there's mo there's so many, so much diversity in like the way that you play this game like it's it's you'll play it and then have to play it again and have to play it again and have to play it again and again and again and again and again and again because there's just so many different decisions that you can make um best family game um bill uh, animal crossing i pretty well hit it it's it's something that you can get a bunch of people together and just have a good time with the multiplayer is a little limited but if you have like a household of people you can just toss the switch around one person does one thing one person does another you don't necessarily have to be playing multiplayer plus i feel like it's a game that is accessible to like a very large range of age groups it's not like a big thinker of a game it's just a chill fun time 
me and and Scruffy both said Among Us, and I don't know, man. I've had the most fun stabbing the shit out of my family in the back, in the back in while the they're game, trying to in get game. In, the, in the game when they're trying to get a task done, and then lying to their face as I do it as I kill someone else. Bro, uh, when your wife killed me and giggled and bro. ran away, I was yeah. pissed. <laughs> <laughs> you just heard. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shit is this? oh my god, dude! It it really is. And again, there's a there's a vibe of me and and Scruffy and Enigma and I think Plagued and myself and my yeah, wife, like all yeah. playing this game. And my wife played off so well of like not knowing yeah. shit, whatever. And it's she just played the dumb card, yeah, too and, well. Yeah, and it's just it really is a, again. It's just it's a, it's a yeah. phenomenal family. As game. long as you you know you you play it and you don't just go crazy and you know take it too seriously. Yeah. It can be a lot of fun. Yeah, it and, really. Is. And I would love to get a community game again with Bill's Bill's community and us all playing. So would I, man. Uh, like, oh, I, sure. I actually legitimately yeah. had a ton of fun when we played it the last time. Yeah, and it it just it just boils down to what what you just said. Just don't take it seriously. Like, yeah. have fun with yeah. it. Don't take it seriously. Don't take offense about shit. Just just fucking play the game. It's, yeah, it's a game. hundred percent. Why you have to be so mad? <clears throat> um. And if there are people are asking for honorable mentions, don't worry. You get a sec. You get a section uh, at the very end to pick your category in a game that you want to mention, and we'll go through it. Um, and then Minecraft Dungeons. Uh, this is another one that I actually went and I was like, ah, man, uh, it, it's hard not to pick this one too. That's but a good one. Yeah. I, I, I mean, the, the the biggest thing with this is like it, it just comes from my experience. I have a nephew. He's six. Well, he's five. He's about to be six this month. But I, uh, you know, we when whenever we go over to the his house, I tend him every every week on on Friday. We get home. He does his fucking homework, and the the first thing he says is, "Hey, can can we play Minecraft Dungeons?" Yeah, like it's it's accessible. And we had to, a blast. Us three had a blast fucking yeah, playing it. Yeah, like, and then yeah. that's that's the thing oh, is yeah. like that's what, that's what I was about to say is it's accessible not only to you know five six year olds, it's easy enough for them to play, but it's also challenging enough for you know a thirty year old like me or 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 you know Sin or 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 somebody that is used to being able to play games at a higher level. Yeah. And it's it's just accessible all around. Yeah, we need to go and, back to that game too, man. I need. We need I know the DLC yeah. came out too. Yeah, I'm excited to go back. I was to it. I was super surprised with uh, how well that game played. Yeah. Honestly, so as an I, ARPG, man. I it translated Minecraft into an ARPG like really well. I was like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Bill, you all right down there? I know it's getting late, but <laughs> we're, we're pushing through. All right, I'm feeling I'm it. Getting <laughs> sleepy. All right, we're gonna push these last three. I didn't last, drink a G Fuel. Last four categories, real quick. Baby, we need a G Fuel. Um. All right, Super so sad, uh, I, I'm just going to, I'm real quick, just to, so we can kind of hurry this up and, and finish it out. The last category in the in the very first category, uh, or the game of the year category, is where we'll talk. These other ones, I'm just going to name them, and if you have something you want to say, speak up and say. We cool with that? Yeah. yeah. Okay, great. Oh, just a few words. Okay, so best sim strategy game. Bill, Microsoft Flight Sim. I'm, I almost said that. So It's the best flight simulator on the market. It's... Okay, I as can't far as the full one. immersion yeah. goes. Yeah. And it's um, cool how you can fly to actual places. I'll say that. <laughs> sure. Um, uh, Enigma, Crusaders Kings 3. Anything you want to say on that? Yeah. It's, it's insane. That's the, about the only thing that I can say is that, like, the difficulty, it's a true simulation strategy game like you have to know what you're doing when it comes to simulation strategy to play yeah i don't i i i purchased uh crusader kings 2 and i don't know fucking why because that game yeah. i thought i could just jump into that game and play it 
they ain't no, no, they ain't no. The, 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 big, no the biggest thing, I'm, I'm a strategy gamer, right? I, I play Sims and strategy games. It, yeah. I can't play that it's game. fucking, it's brutal. so fucking hard. It is fucking brutal, but you can, man. It's not like you talk about like old school back in the day of like wedding somebody off and marrying this person to keep bloodlines all in the fucking thing, dude. It is fucking nuts. Um, squad two or squad two, squad for uh, for Scruffy, yeah. Um, Really, really realistic. Milsim, awesome. Great gunplay. Great gameplay. Only thing is, super hardcore community. Holy fuck, man. Yeah. I can't join it because of that. I, I, I get nervous playing that game, bro. You're getting in there and fucking getting yelled at and commanded and whatever else. Oh it's nuts, dude. God, I, I, I thought I was in actual war, man. Yeah. That game was making me sweat. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. Like, they take that even more, just as seriously, if not more seriously than some of the Arma fucking people. It's nuts. Uh, oh, yeah. Arma could be a lot more laid back. I love Arma. This was not that. This squad is all serious all the time. Yeah, but uh, it just went full release this year, and I think it was a, a really it's a top notch Milsim. So. Um, I I I just got to say for this next one, I am shocked that you really that you voted this. Yeah. So I did, I didn't think that this was even on your radar. But absolutely. I'm sorry to say it, but I, so, no, I had so, no idea you knew what the fuck Banner Lord was. Yep. So uh, like this game, like looking at it and, and watching people play it, and like I watched Bert Black play it, and I've watched a bunch of people play it. It really intrigues the shit out of me. I really love like the concept of what the game is. It really is one of these games where it's like, uh, it, it, I mean, it, it is, it's a, it's, it is a old school fucking like down and dirty mill sim of, of like, you know, back in the day, um, uh, warfare and like, it, it reminds me of, again of Crusader's Kings. It's like one of those things where like I would love the idea. I would love to be able to get into it and play it, but I do not have the fucking mental bandwidth to do it. Like in watching them play I, this, game, I, I would say the Mountain Blade is a lot easier to get into. Oh, it, it absolutely is, but it's still one of those things where I'm just like I can't do it. Like I just can't. Yeah. And, but watching them yeah. play, like some of the, the like the details and the, and and the things that you can do, and like watching them like zoom fucking so far in on the troops. I, I don't know, man. It was just Mountain Blade Two Bannerlord was just a it, like. I, just watching it, I was just kind of sitting there with my jaw open, just blown away of being like, and it's not even this done. Is it's fucking it's crazy. Yeah. It's like, not even finished. Right. And they're still doing more and more to it. And I'm just like, th- like, again, mind blowing to me of being like, oh, this is fucking insane. Like, this is just a, a crazy level of strategy game, sim game that I think is really good and done in a way that like, yes, it's still accessible where Crusaders Kings may- is not as much accessible, but it's still like a fucking wow. This is crazy <laughs> to me. Um, <clears throat> All right, uh, best MMO. Bill didn't even fucking put anything down. He's just like, I don't even know what this fucking is. Or yeah, I don't know what saying. that game is, but what is that? Yeah, what what, what is this um, a new one? Is this a new I, MMO? I put down what is this genre you speak yeah. of? Um, oh. I I have. So what's that about? Maybe like five hours total in MMOs as a whole. So I I don't feel like I can properly. If Dark Souls made an, if if this. from software and made a Dark Souls MMO, would you play it? Yes. Maybe if it, 100% it, it, <laughs> I'd have to see it. Bullshit. <laughs> you play it. I'm calling bullshit. <laughs> you play it 100. percent Um. So, uh, these are all I think except for some expanded toy. Uh, Enigma, Final Fantasy 14, Shadowbringers. I mean, your Final yeah, Fantasy. Yeah, it didn't release in 2020, but you know, it's. Well, I think it's you just say Final Fantasy 14. <laughs> I mean, either did, MMOs either did, in 2020. What are those? Yeah, what is an MMO in yeah. 2020? Is there one that released it, it, that was? It, it it didn't release in 2020, like I said, but you know, I think that in 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 actual MMOs, it had the best release for 
a DLC out of MMOs in the past little while. And I, I know that people will say, you know, what, what about World of Warcraft? Anyone? Eh. Eh. No, thank you. <laughs> uh, Guild Wars 2? Yeah. Um, I mean, personally, like I said, what is an MMO in 2020? I, I personally don't have any MMOs that I enjoy right now. Um, Guild Wars 2 being the only one that I go back to occasionally uh, just to fuck around and everything. Um, I mean, Gorgon, but did they? I don't have as much time in Gorgon that I do as Guild Wars 2. So did we just? It's, put it's a good game for me to go back to every once in a while. Did we just add Pretty this good. category for no reason? Or did I didn't even see it on the list of the game awards show? I don't. I don't no, I, I think you, I think that I, I pulled this. I pulled most of these categories off of a uh, off of a site that put them down. And oh, I, I, was, I was like, I'm not seeing this, and I'm like, what MMO did they say was going to be fucking number one? Um, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, so for me. It was World, War, World of Warcraft Classic. Like, not, not... A game that came out 10 years ago. <laughs> hey, man. Try, try 14. There's there's yeah. not the... Well, actually... I don't like retail. I think retail is dog shit. I think that Classic is the way to play. Wow. And I, lo I like Classic. I like the the difficultiness of it. I like the all the all the elements that are there as soon as you start and i think burning crusades is going to be phenomenal and they're doing naxxaramas right now which is awesome and we're going to get probably get wrath of the lich king and they're going to hopefully fucking stop and if they don't i don't know probably not maybe they won't stop it's it's at activision blizzard they want money i don't know but i'm just saying i would rather put my time in classic and i'm enjoying the shit out of playing classic casually than playing fucking current wow it's not about me being an old man Current WoW sucks. <laughs> like it, it's not an MMO. It just sucks. So, whatever. Um, it hasn't cool. been. It hasn't been good since Legion. Um, in my opinion, just my opinion. Um, yep. Yeah, moving on. Best multiplayer game. Um, so Rainbow Six Siege Neon. Is it specifically that's Neon the, Dawn or is it? Is it? That's the the name of the newest season. Okay, but that that is like if you had to say like if it wasn't Neon Dawn, if that didn't come out, would it have still been Rainbow Six Siege? Yeah, it still yep. would have been. I just think this most recent patch really, like, rekindled my love for the game. And, like, it, it's been improving steadily all through 2020, but this is the best that the game has felt in a very, very long time. Like, it's 100% solid right now. I, we've had minimal issues on anything. The game feels great. The gunplay feels like responsive it feels like i haven't had any issues where i feel like i'm dying around corners um i know they've changed their servers recently too so the new servers are holding up really well as long as i can get into a match but that that's besides the point um once you're in it's it's just fucking solid dude it's it's the best fps experience out there i will continue to say that until they ruin it because ubisoft Okay, well, I just got that at that front, but we're good on that. Um, uh, Scruffy, Escape from Tarkov. Yeah, uh, I mean, I've got a, a a big love for this game, a little bit of a little love hate kind of just because of how much this game will crush your spirits in a second. Um, but awesome game. I just really wanted to give it credit uh, somewhere because they just do really good updates and they really are uh, just they're really good with this game. I mean, it's it's a a competent shooter um and it really will make your adrenaline pump i think it's uh it's probably one of the best uh shooters out there right now for me i don't play it right now but i'll play it next wipe 
Yep, same thing. Next wipe, I'll be all in. It's a phenomenal, yeah. phenomenal game. It's it's just very different than within any other game that's out. Like as far as yeah. multiplayer games that are out there, um, and that's good. We need different. Yep. Sorry. This one really shocked me. Enigma, Call of Duty, uh, Black Ops, to, Cold War. Like, to, to be completely honest, this was a hail mary. I could really give a fuck less. This category. <laughs> okay. Um, he, I, he because, did, because, because Ghost of Tsushima co-op wasn't out yet. Yeah, yeah, because I was just like, I mean, what fucking multiplayer games have released in 2020? There's I mean, been a, a lot few, of multiplayer games that, that have released I've been really great about. Yeah, but there's no, there's not been really any that I've really been like, oh, I, I have to play that fucking game, right? Uh, Call of Duty Black Ops. I watched you, I watched you play it a little bit. I thought it looked good. It, so I mean, it, it, honestly, it, it, again, I'm not like this huge fucking Call of Duty like, you know fan nerd whatever else but it, i i i think it's, it's it's good to get in there and be like i want to shoot some shit i want to fucking just shoot go in yeah. shoot it it's competent it feels good it's call of duty it feels better than what i think the modern warfare did and the zombie mode is really fun um you know so yeah i think it's yeah it's, I, can i can i throw an honorable mention here yeah sure uh pokemon sword and shield i think the multiplayer aspects of that game are some of the best aspects of that game the max raid battles and stuff like that i feel like they've done multiplayer in a pokemon game really right in this particular installment as flawed as the installment is the multiplayer is like i, I wish they would have done choice i wish they would have done along the lines of like temtem though like I, i've been playing temtem and actually been enjoying temtem quite a bit um i wish they would have added some elements that like temtem has like the, the it making it feel more MM like pokemon is built for an mmo in my opinion and I think that it would have been so much better if they would have just been like, let's lean into that versus like, like, I, I, I think the max player raids, like the, the ending raids are fucking a phenomenally like brilliant idea. I just wish that the, the, in, the actual game itself would have been more. Yeah. MMO, MMO. I, I just wanted to throw that in there because I was yeah. tossed up between Rainbow Six Siege and that. The best yeah. multiplayer Pokemon game is Pokemon Go because it actually makes you play real life multiplayer. <laughs> Dude, Pokemon but Go, COVID. Pokemon Go, fucking is <laughs> no. is intense, dude. People yeah. that play that game are fucking crazy about it. That game was fun when it first released. It that first ridiculous. month, it actually was awesome. It's it ridiculous. Um, so for me, Baldur's Gate three. Um, uh, again, obviously we talked about RPG elements, but you then take RPG elements and you add in your fucking buddies and and friends to play with you, and it now becomes a uh, even more chaotic fucking crazy ass mess because again it's D&D &D, but it's happening live and like I'm talking to somebody and well actually 9 times out of 10 was no well I don't think in this playthrough we were doing that where I would be talking to somebody and fucking um Enigma is over there pickpocketing somebody or vice versa or whatever else but like <laughs> it it's literally just or getting yeeted off a mountain or whatever but like it's just you literally it, it, playing that game multiplayer adds a whole nother element to that game um, that is crazy. It, it's just, it, it's such a good, it's such a good multiplayer game. It's such a good multiplayer game. Thumbs up, yep. Um, so, uh, all right, guys, this is the time chat. Um, if you want to put in your or your thoughts for any of the categories we went through, um, or uh, if you want to go in and put in your thoughts for game of the year, this is it. This is the last category. This is the end of the show. Um, you know, this is going to be the, the big one. Um, so, Put your, you know, thoughts in again, best multiplayer, best MMO, best sim strategy, family game, RPG, action adventure, action game. We're not doing that one. Uh, VR game, community support, mobile game, debut game, indie game, ongoing game, performance, uh, audio, music, art, narrative, game design or game direction um, or game of the year. So game of the year. 
everybody's fine with where they're last at. Last of right? us two. I'm good. You're live. Everybody's locked in, right? I'm locked. Okay, good. Last of us two, clearly. Enigma says uh, we actually all selected Last of Us two. You guys having a wonderful night. We'll talk yep. to you guys. We'll talk to you guys <laughs> next podcast. Um, <laughs> we'll see but, you next year. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um. So. Uh. Okay. Um. I'm gonna do these individually, but even though there are there is a repeat. Bill, Ghost of Tsushima, like, and I think yeah. this is the first time that you actually. I don't. No, I, I mentioned it once before. Yeah, one With, other time. Uh, so, what makes this? It was best action adventure game. So makes sense. Right. Okay. So, what makes this your game of the year? So, for me personally, it's it's the gestalt effect of gaming. I didn't put it down for a lot of categories because I felt like other games like really hit those nails, like those notes better than what this game did in those individual sections. Besides the action adventure. But I feel like the culmination of like everything that this game has to offer in my head, it makes perfect sense that it should be game of the year. It's got everything above average to exceptional. And I don't think there's many games out there that are that well-rounded in their experience. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to Enigma also... Ghost of Tsushima, which just I makes mean, sense. You, I mean, he fucking picked yeah. it for nine. I was, I was, I was, I was about to say, you, you guys literally just heard, listen to me gosh yeah. about Ghost yeah. of Tsushima for, for two <clears> hours. Pretty much every category. Yeah. So I mean, I mean, it's it's pretty it's pretty standard what I was going to pick. It, it's exactly what I've said for the entire the entire night, right? Tonight, right? The art style that they use, the the you know the the narrative, the storyline behind it, the mechanics. Just it, it it all culminated to be, for me, the best game of twenty twenty personally, and and that's that's saying something because if I had my option, I would have said Cyberpunk, but I've only played two hours of it, so fuck you guys. I hate you for not letting me put it. Oh my god. Um. Okay. Uh, Scruffy Slashers Keep. Yeah. Uh. Well, I was pretty honestly stumped on what my actual game of the year is going to be. Um, because frankly, I have not. He literally just filled it out. Like, yeah, when we I, I did. I, I had no idea. I have not <laughs> played really any notable games that have impacted me this year. And honestly, I don't think Slashers Keep has really impacted me yet. But I think it's going to. So I'm gonna give it to it anyways for me personally because I'm having a lot of fun with it, and I can see myself continue to have a lot of more fun with it. Um, it's so I, I just I hope. I can justify it being my game of the year uh, by putting more hours into it. I really think I will, but there'll probably be a time I get burnt out of it realistically because I get burnt out of a lot of games, but as long as I can get some good good fun out of it, it's going to be my game of the year because there has not been any good games this year for that's me. That's not true. Okay, I don't, I don't know if that's 100% true, but what I, what I say is it's a powerful statement to have the games that have come out this year, big or small, and for this one to at least even pop up in your head of being like, this is something that I still am playing and I'm really enjoying. And, and it's a contender, right? That this shows I you know like, it just the, came the, out too, which is crazy. So like, it, it's only been like, um, not even a month yet, but it's, it's already gave me so much enjoyment out of it that I, I just feel like it's going to well, now Enigma. Now more. Enigma's changing his decision from Ghost of Tsushima to fucking Cyberpunk. I'm going to, man. I, we were talking about it. I was like, man, if, if he, if he was able to pick like a month, why can't I? 
came out like two hours. hours. Like, it's bro, the same it thing. Three hours. Two hours. Like, do it. Do it. I don't um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So for me, guys, I think it's, it's uh, I went back and forth on a couple things, but really landed on this. Um, it's Hades. Um, I've, I've talked enough about it. I talk so much about how well done, done this game is. A very small studio, um, you know, a very dedicated people and the game there's not one thing in this game that i can say negatively like there's not one element of this game that does not hit on every single feature and i can tell you right and again i say this for anybody that's been in my channel for anybody that's watching right now anybody that's listening on the show that has not watched our streams or before there's a giant dead cells poster behind or like stand up behind my fucking head and the moment that i can get hades a hades one it will be either replaced or moved down. That's how good of a game that Hades is. And I love fucking Dead Cells. Um, so it, it, it's just, I can't gush enough about how well this game is. And for the state of where everything is at, like with all of these games that have come out, and like, I, like with Slasher's Keep, this is a game that time and time again, I'm finding myself going back and playing off stream, one more run, doing this, playing it again, trying one more thing and I just enjoy the shit out of it. And there's not one, like I said, there's not one aspect of it that is not good. And it's a fucking like $25 game or $20 game or something like that. And it's worth every penny and I will buy it on every platform that I possibly can or whatever else. And I will preach it. And if you own a switch, you need to own it because it's a, it's a phenomenal game on a switch, but like it, it out of the park, knocks it out of not to me, in my opinion, blows everything that all of these games have done out of the fucking water, just in, in, in what it is. Um, but that's just me. So Hades, congratulations. Game of the okay. year. Game of the year, guys. Um, so uh okay, uh did chat um no I didn't pick ghost. Fuck ghost. Um did chat have anything else? I mean there was some meme shit got, in here. I got two honorable uh mentions here from Nice Dog. Okay. So we've got um, one and then Jake. So a nice dog ninety seven is uh is putting Pokemon for the family game. Uh I don't know which Pokemon specifically. I'm guessing I'm the assuming new one. Sword and Shield, yeah. Sword and Shield, yeah. I haven't played them, so if I'll let you speak on it to how it how it is, Bill, how good of a family game it is, if you could. Oh, it's 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 Pokemon, man. It's uh at the base level, it is something that I grew up with, a lot of people grew up with, a lot of people are currently growing up with it. And I feel like the multiplayer aspect of it does lend to that family feel so yeah the, the element yeah but let's let's be real first first and second gen were the best chance well, yeah <laughs> so, so he, no. here, here's the thing here's what i will say is that the pokemon took a turn for a little while and went and down some really weird paths like with their game and this um sword and shield in my opinion brought the game back in line with like what makes pokemon good um you know i think there's a lot of elements like obviously there's still the, the aspect of like catching pokemon and stuff but with this one when I played it, it was like, oh yeah, like this is this is good Pokemon. Like this this is Pokemon. This is what Pokemon's supposed to be. Um, versus some real weird shit that like they like I said, they went down some different avenues with stuff. So um, yeah. um and then uh for Nice Dog's game of the year selection, he's got uh Animal Crossing. Uh as he says, it's a game that I can watch forever, so game of the year. He hasn't played it, but he can watch it forever. So well, that's, a, that, that's a stupid opinion no, i'm just kidding <laughs> um, <laughs> animal crossing is dope cool. the, that game is amazing uh bill you do it. have you have one memeish one in your channel from jake <laughs> which i can't disagree is probably true 
Um, and then where's uh, where, where that? I don't even. See okay, it. so Jake two two six nine nine said best RPG is Skyrim because they probably released it this year. <laughs> they probably released it somewhere okay. this year. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> probably for the Google Stadia. Yeah, sure. Um, and then we've got Izzy two five eight nine who says Ooblets for best indie game. Um, and I don't what what is Ooblets. I don't it's, know what Ooblets is. I don't want to like get into the drama like of all a, the other bullshit. I just want to know what the fucking game is. Like, I don't it's know like what it Stardew is. Valley meets what's it called? Uh, it, it's like a pet collection game. Yeah. Kind of. Is it like Slime Rancher? Kind, kind of. of it, but... it's, it's really hard to explain. It's it's a really unique... I guess, like I said, it's, it's it's like Stardew Valley meets like like Pokemon almost. She's typing, hold up. Dancing Pokemon Battles meets Stardew Valley Slime Rancher mixes. That is a whole yeah. lot of genres. <laughs> Okay. All right. Okay, cool. Um, <clears throat> okay, well, I think that's it. Nobody else uh, said anything. So, um, guys, uh, fuck, man. The longest show long, the longest show we've ever had. And I'm, I'm, get, su I'm surprised you Enigma. You guys got even an fucking, extra hour yep, out of me. I'm surprised Enigma <laughs> I'm held out. Happy. I'm surprised Enigma held out. But thank you, Enigma, for, for, even, for being on the show, considering Cyberpunk did release today. Um, and thank I'm you out, all for man. coming I'm out considering you could right be now. nose <laughs> right. deep in some lady features that might be what? cybernetically enhanced. I think oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, bro. How did you know what I did before the show with my wife? Um, so anyway, guys, chat, thank you guys so much for being here and hanging out. I hope you enjoyed thank it. You guys have been asking for this for a while. In fact, since um, I think the beginning of the year last year, or beginning of this year, we were talking about game of the year for the year before. Already, yeah, yeah, like game, doing a game of the year stuff. <clears throat> and we held off. And I'm so happy. I could not have been happier to do this. And I, I will say this, guys. This is not just a chat, but to Bill and to Scruffy and to Enigma. Thank you guys for being on our this show and doing this with me and doing this with us. And, you know, because this is the last one until next year. We've got some really big things planned for next year. And we're super excited. But to you three specifically... For putting up with my rants and stuff like that and thank you guys for being on the show i couldn't do this without you and you know I, this is a family thank and i, and I so. love having you guys here um and doing thank this you with so. you guys so um and to chat thank i know that i'm echoing what the rest of the, the stream uh, the rest of the, the group is saying but seriously thank you guys for hanging out 25 episodes in we've got so many more episodes ahead of us that we're about to bring i hope you guys have a phenomenal holidays christmas hanukkah kwanzaa whatever the fuck you may celebrate Go out there and celebrate and have fun. I hope you love the show. We cannot wait to bring new stuff next year. Um, if you are hanging out, Scruff, you're, are you streaming after this or are you going to fucking bed? I'm probably going to sleep. Soon. Going to sleep. Up. Bill is already yawning, so his old ass is going to sleep. <laughs> I am not. Yeah. I'm, I, I am staying up. I'm going to be playing Cyberpunk 2077. Haven't even touched the game. It's installed. It's ready to go. It's just fresh fucking... He's Fresh blind play. It's a it's a blind play. We didn't get to talk about Twitch drama. It's a blind playthrough. It's a blind playthrough. Just want to make sure everybody knows. Blind playthrough, right? Okay. Um, we had to get some Twitch drama in there, didn't we? Twitch drama bullshit. Blind playthrough. Um, Man, we're 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 literally going to be like five weeks of Twitch drama that we're going to have. It's going to be great. It's going to be oh so good. The wait. whole cast is going to be Twitch drama. Can't wait. Um, but anyway. Thank you guys all for being here. Make sure you check out the uh, the uh, um, links. Exclamation Mark Podcast. Exclamation Mark Show. If you're listening to us after the fact, come to the show live whenever we do this. 10 p.m. Eastern every other Wednesday starting next year. Um, and we're out of here, guys. Deuces. See ya. Later. Bye, Bye everybody.